this is this this is what makes creative people do it, do what they do, you know. Um, Upbeats is hilarious. I love Salty Crayon. Upbeats is my favorite. <laughs> it's, it's like the old pirate radio days. You know? Yep, that's me. The whole Spotify thing is falling apart. Want the love coming back from people, and and boosting is loving. You're listening to Upbeats, very providing music podcast, and here's your host, Salty Crayon. Hey, welcome to a bonus episode of, not really Upbeats, but it'll be inside Upbeats, and I'm going to call it Salty Sessions for now. And what I did was I sat down with a few members of the Dorfels and Cousin Mike, and we had a really long hangout, which started out, was supposed to be about 30 minutes, and it turned into almost three hours, and we talk a little bit about everything, so... To feed the algorithm and introduce you to them all, I'm going to play uh, one track by them before I um, play the episode, and this will be f- the very first song, I think, that was on Boost Grandball, and this is Bloodshot Lies. So I'm going to play that, and then we will get into uh, a little sit-down we had with them. So here we go. Here's uh, the Dorval's Bloodshot Lies. <laughs> Smiling for a picture on your phone And now I call a voice saying that you're not at home Too many closing times, too many Uber rides But when you lose yourself, you know where to find me You can't believe in all the filters that you're posing through Can't hide the real inside the person that I thought I knew So many storylines, all tangled up inside With what you think is true Keep 
pressures you're wasted on your youth Don't so many lies that you believe it is the truth You'll be what you wanna be if that's more important If that's more important If that's more important than me But I don't even know Okay, now we're recording. All right, so I'm here in my studio and we're looking at and talking to the Dorfels and their multiple studios. What's mm-hmm. going on and who am I talking to or who's the audience talking to tonight? Well, you have Sir TJ the Raffle here. And you have Shredword. Sir Shredward. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, I've been going by, I'm Ben from LifePoint. That's, I don't know. I don't know if that's going to stick, though. Yeah. You know, ben. Ben from the Dorful Verse. How about there, that? I like that one. Where did, where did that come from, uh, LifePoint? Because I notice you say that all the time also. Yeah, it's kind of an inside joke. Uh, me and Eddie work at a church called LifePoint Church here oh, in okay. Smyrna, Tennessee. And uh, they have – it's a bigger church. There's six campuses total, four here in the United States, two overseas. And – uh, they we make a lot Eddie's the video guy and there's a lot of videos where like there's like this hype guy and he's always like what's up life point I'm John from life point <laughs> so it's, nice. like, it's just like this weird uh formula that seems like all churches seem to use it so it's kind of just a play on that <laughs> <laughs> nice well I guess uh first things first how was everyone's Christmas oh <laughs> wow curveball hmm. man no no uh it was it was great i mean tj and i were we we sort of celebrated together sort of yeah for, for, like, a, for an a couple hour hours or two. yeah um yeah the the last couple of christmases has they, they've been kind of uh different for for all of us because we're kind of used to seeing all the family and then it just right. hasn't really worked out mm-hmm. the last couple of years where we're all kind of separated and it doesn't feel right. Well, I've turned okay. into I've turned into the Grinch. Yeah, TJ's definitely ever the Grinch. since uh, having to work at the post office. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I can imagine. Oh, it's not. It's like it's horrible. But I, you I don't know. know. I also think I might be a twenty four hour. I mean, you know, twenty four seven Grinch. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, a mic just popped in. You want me to bring him in? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. As in Mike, let's go. There we go, Kaz Mike. What's up, fellas? Hey, Mikey. I'm finishing up. Uh, I'm just gonna listen. You guys carry on. I'm, I'm uh, finishing up a game of Mario Party with the kids. Ooh, nice. <laughs> yeah. yeah, take care of the family, and you want to join us. You're you're welcome to. Great. Sick. And your mom. <laughs> got, got the kids. And... Oh, there they are. Yep. And Charlie. <laughs> and Charlie. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Great. This is a family affair. I mean, you yeah, know? definitely. Um, yeah, I, I kind of feel you on that. I, I've been, okay. I've been kind of a, I guess, I don't want to say Grinch, but like, I, yeah, the past couple, I'd say the past couple years, I didn't really put up a tree or 
stopped putting up lights. And one of the reasons I stopped putting up lights because of the light, because of the electric bill <laughs> in January. It's like, holy crap. And those are like, most of those are LED. And I was like, man, how do those other people? I can't imagine how those like big houses do with like the, the big shows. You know, I'm just like, I bet that, I bet every time like a song is playing when they have it time, like I bet that meter is just like five bucks, five bucks, five bucks, 10 bucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. 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 So I don't know. I think Ben, did you do anything Christmas Day or did you get to stay home? Uh Emma wanted to stay home, so we did that. Yeah. We had like things we could have did we could have done, but it December like started chill and we were like, Wow, this is this might be like a cool, like chill December and then like spoke way too soon and it yeah. got really crazy. So then when Christmas finally rolled around, we were like for this Christmas, our gift to ourselves is we're staying home. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I feel that. Yeah, if 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 you get too deep into the consumerism side of Christmas, it can just turn into complete stress. Yeah, it does. And it, you don't even yeah. get to enjoy like what it's supposed to be, which is like time off, time to relax, and you know, just do what you want to do. And if you want to hang out with family, great. But it's like the the FOMO. You know, it's like people are like, oh, you you have to get the best gifts and then you have to go to the best parties and you have to have the best lights on your house. And it's like all this FOMO that just like drives a madhouse of December. And then everybody gets past it. And they're like, I'm glad that's over. I'm like, what? <laughs> You're, I thought it was supposed to be fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely turned into, I think the consumerism part and the, and the FOMO part of it, like kind of, I think a lot of people have kind of missed the point of just like supposed to be about, getting together with like family, friends that you haven't seen in a while. I mean, but there's nothing wrong with being by yourself. Like I, me and my girlfriend were like, she was here and like, it was just us. So mm -hmm. didn't do anything special. Just watch some, I think we watched some Christmas movies or something. And mm -hmm. that was about it. Yeah. Other, other than having breakfast with Ed and, and uh, we had one of our brothers, Bob over in the morning. That's exactly what me and my wife did. I didn't get the kids. I didn't have my kids this Christmas. I had them the day after. So I just spent, me and my wife just spent the whole day just like chilling on the couch. Like neither of us even like made any food or anything. We had some like, you know, <laughs> snacks ready like mm -hmm. a few days before. And we were like, like, I don't feel like cooking. I don't feel like cooking. Yeah, we're just chilling. <laughs> it was yeah. great. That's good. Yeah. So how how's that work? How many of you are in like different states? Um it's, now that everyone's kind of growing and got their own families and whatnot. It's pretty simple at the moment. Um there's five in Florida and then five here in Nashville, like the kids, the, the out of the 10 kids. Oh, wow. The first okay. generation Dorfels. Yeah. And, and as then, far uh, as the band goes, I think only like the, the four, you know, the five of us were the main band, but four are in Nashville area, Murfreesboro, and then um, one's in Florida. That'd be Kurt. Oh, okay. So when you guys are, so when you do your, your door jam, Mm -hmm. sessions is that like special occasion that like kurt comes into nashville and then you guys are doing that or is he doing that via like i don't know it's it's all remote for kurt oh it is it yeah yeah i don't no, think i don't think he's in the same here. room we need to make a uh paint a clearer picture for people when we do that that kurt is piped in just like what we're doing right mm -hmm. now with you and he's playing drums on his you know octopad or whatever he has set up to play drums on and we just have to have him muted in on our end because there'll be a delay and then right. after the fact, whoever's editing that episode, which is usually me, but sometimes Kurt, then we just have to sync it all up. That's and, amazing. Yeah. Because it sounds like he's in the same room with you guys in the basement while everyone is upstairs trying to sleep. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's worked out pretty amazing. I'm not going to lie. I'm like, I don't know if this is going to work really well. And then we just 
start editing and slide everything into place. And it's like, oh, that sounds pretty good. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty impressive that you can get everyone together and then make it all happen, you know, through the magic of editing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sounds good. It's it's, yeah. it's honestly a godsend because I, I didn't think it was ever going to happen again, honestly, after we kind of put a pause what? on the full time. You didn't think what was going to happen, Ed? Us getting together and kind of doing this. You know, doing the whole music thing in okay. like in uh, in any form, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, same. Well, that's kind of leading into I did kind of do some like little questions. Most of this is just going to be off the cuff. But um, yeah, so how I think I've heard some of the story, but like. I know that you guys had talked about in um, some interviews that, that you kind of were putting off music a little bit because they weren't getting a lot of what, traction from Spotify. And then somehow, then you managed to hear about value for value. How'd that happen? And kind of, um, I feel like we should rewind a little more. Well, you weren't getting traction from anything like <laughs> Spotify. <laughs> hey, uh, Ben, why don't you just take Salty through like the brief kind of overview of the evolution of of the band? Okay, well, we and a lot of this is on the podcast so if you want like deep detail you can go mm-hmm. listen to the dorful verse podcast but yeah, kids mom and dad started playing music kids started playing music started playing in churches for friends and just like grew into full-time living on the road we ended up in florida at one point and stayed there for a long time in the florida keys and then we started working with a manager in nashville and that developed to the point where he wanted uh, the band to move here so we did that's why we're split five and five florida nashville so we the band came here and we started grinding like nashville grind hard like trying to co-write trying to you know wiggle your way into some kind of a music scene here in nashville also trying to figure out you know uh can we play can we find like a college route where we play at colleges can we find like anything and we just spun our wheels nonstop for what two, two years uh four i think we moved to nashville in 2016 16 or 17. 16, 17, and then we stopped 20, 2019. Yeah. yeah. At the end of 2019. End of, end of 2019. So, wow. Yeah. So, yeah. we And the reason we stopped was just because there was like maybe a, six months to a year where like the wheels were spinning so fast and like it felt like we were going backwards. And so there's I'm a lot of things happening very like, just from, from going into a lot of debt to like personally not having like a good social life and not a yeah, lot of friends right. outside of yeah you know, just traveling all the time i think and, people in in the world now would be able to relate to this we were just taking all l's zero <laughs> w's <laughs> man it's l's and like financially emotionally yeah. and then spending a lot of money trying to like find you know like all the little gimmicks on like spotify and all that stuff to try to gain traction and, yeah. and listeners and stuff yeah. like that and the, i think the emotional side of it was like the most wearing because you work really hard you try really hard and you're doing what you think is like the maybe the right way or the right thing kind mm-hmm. of quotes there but um and then when it doesn't do anything it's just like what is going on? How come other people are doing the same thing and it's working for them? Like, does my music suck? Like, what am I doing wrong? And it just like kind of never ends. And then uh, deep down in this whole thing, me and Ed talk about this now is one of the like cancers I think of music industry is the way that it is right now. You have to be, you kind of have to be a conceited a-hole to like (laughs) succeed because you like, we would get told, by people like, man, if you want to make it, you have to go to this bar because this the right person is going to be there and you need to get a relationship with that person. And it's like, 
I so manufactured. So weird. Like wow. walking up and being like, yeah. hey, I know that you can help me. Want to be friends? Like what? Wow. Yeah. Like, yeah, n- none of us were wired that way. Yeah. And, and you got to like self-promote, like yeah. you go to places with like USB drives of your music and you're like antsy to like give it out to people. I'm like, this feels r- like I don't look at me. Pay attention to yeah. me. Listen attention to, me. to me. I'm awesome. I swear. <laughs> it's almost like those guys like um, before like they did USBs where they were like, hey, check out my new my new album. It just dropped exactly. a day. They're exactly. giving out CDs on the corner. And you had to trust that like there wasn't a, you know. A mm-hmm. virus on it, and you're just putting into an MP3 player. <laughs> night, or <laughs> yep, yep. Computer so we did that, and then at one point, Ed looked at me, and he was like, "I hate music. Well, I don't want to do this anymore." And I had backed out, so I I wasn't helping at all. So yeah, it was, it was before, and them. it was really uh, Ben and Ed driving the main force. Like they were the main force behind it. Kurt was pretty strong. Joe wasn't really. Joe was just, "Hey, play bass at this show." Okay, he played bass like. But he wasn't wow. like in in the force of career, and he 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 mm-hmm. he's admitted that, and that's fine. That's just what was happening. It's just the way it was. Mm-hmm. Um, From where you guys were, and like the difference between Florida and that, like I used to live in. I don't know if you know where Clarksville is. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. when I was was in the army, I was stationed there. So I I've been up to Nashville plenty of times, and yeah, it's not as big as you think. Like you really like there's one strip this way, you know, mm-hmm. all those country bars, and you go left, and that gets into the you know kind of weird mm-hmm. alley. I'd call it. You know, there's all. <laughs> kinds of things down there like mm-hmm. blues and whatnot but uh yeah what what was the is it was the competition obviously the competition's hard in nashville but was there a music scene in that area that you were living in in um florida let's tell them about the uh difference between the music scene we had been succeeding in to a point in it, as far as in key west goes versus when we came to nashville and started saying let's we can play it on the strip because you know we we can play mm-hmm. cover songs or whatever right what what the first of all Ben and Ed chime in because you'll remember better than me. The gigs paid like half, if even that, what we not got paid even. in Key West. Yeah, not even. I think we were we like, played, how do people live here? I like, think we played in Margaritaville right. on uh, Broadway. Yeah, we did that. I, we, we did that. I think I was it was $250 for, and for five for hours. And they would not let us take and one no, break. No breaks. <laughs> I think I heard you guys talk about that. Yeah, uh, yeah, you couldn't take any breaks, and you're just like, someone yeah. stop it. I got to pee. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got to yeah. pee. So that was oh, Margarita, Margaritaville, yeah. and then we played Hard Rock a bunch. Why don't Why don't we just rewind a little bit though? So I think Hard Rock was like five or six hundred bucks. That was a better one. Was a better one. Yeah. yeah, but anyways, in Key West, before we came to Nashville, uh, Key West, it's definitely you can definitely survive and make pretty good money, but if, if you can figure out how to like, but, live there, yeah. But the music scene summed up is you walk down Duval Street and just about every music club mm. um if you want to call them that or like bars um just about every single one would just be a one guy with an acoustic guitar and a mm. harmonizer har- harmonizer pedal or a looper pedal and like a looper yeah. pedal and that that's like your music scene there yeah. and, wow. and uh so we actually did really well because there's not a lot of like bands yeah. and like not say, a lot of guys- variety I was going to say that you guys kind of stuck out then. Yeah. 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 But the problem was, it's just like, they just want to hear, you know, like the classic club uh, songs and yeah, like the top, whatever. Well, everyone's there um, just drinking, having a good time. So when yeah, you play a song, right. they can all. Party. Yeah. And then the, and then the, the bar owners down there, they don't give a rip about a music scene. Like they're just, they're, you know, they're, business, they own yeah. a bar in Key West. They're yeah, just, they're, whatever makes me money is cool. If people are having fun at the bar, so, buying drinks and food and hanging out and staying, then they yeah. like you. <laughs> so once wow. we got to a point where we wanted to start writing our own stuff, it like we kind of just started hitting walls. Yeah. And it was, it, we really capped in Key West, I mm-hmm. guess. What we ended up doing was we would 
uh, when we moved, we would be in the Florida Keys for a week or two sometimes. And we would just like lights out, play as many shows we could, bring in as much money as we could. And then we'd come back to Nashville and just live on that, right? And try to do the Nashville thing. Hmm. And that worked out awful. <laughs> I don't know. I think if we had been in the uh, Nashville music business like 10 years prior, maybe. Maybe. Since all of us, especially yeah. Ben and Ed, you guys are like, your musicianship is is like off the charts. It's so good. And we that's what one our manager that we had when we came to Nashville, like he's like, you guys blow everyone out there out of the water. And, and 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 even people you guys would write with, you'd sit down and play with them and start writing. And they'd be like, you know what? I'm not even going to play. I'm just going to help you write words because they didn't even want to like play their instruments in front of these guys. <laughs> and and so like, I don't know. I think if they could have been like the studio musicians and whatever, and, like these guys are phenomenal, like that would have been a different world. But, mm-hmm. but now it's all about just getting that catchy tune that is going to, mm-hmm. you know, go viral or whatever. And yeah, and, and that's and I think I, I think a lot of it was like on us to oh, like we, for sure. Uh, I mean, we kind of started trying to write to what people like told us we should yeah, write a certain absolutely. way uh, versus just kind of going for it and doing what we loved. Yeah. Like what you guys hear on value for value is like, it's like, it's such a hybrid. It's like half like Nashville, what Eddie just said, trying to like sort of get like a hit song or, you know, like write what people wanted and the other half, just like not being able to not do what we want, which was like songs like so far or um i think of like wonderful day or you know some of those songs that are just like whoa there's like or city beach just city beach is a perfect example just, i don't care what people think i'm just gonna do what i want yeah in city beach i don't think there's one chorus that repeats itself ever oh really Dang. i mean ben mixed it all he he knows yeah <laughs> it was a nightmare so it's like not mainstream it's not mainstream friendly yeah <laughs> Yeah, but yeah. I feel like I was talking to someone the other day, like take Bohemian Rhapsody. Why did that song explode? Because it's a journey, because it was creative, because there was nothing like it, because all these things that are awesome that right. everyone would agree, but no one does that now because everyone just sees like when, uh, what's that? So- oh, Old Town Road. When that came out, everyone just was like, I want to write the next Old Town Road. I'm like, why? So you can make a bunch of money? Like, I guess that's cool. Not really. Right. I kind of thought, uh bohemian rhapsody took off more because of wayne's world could be because that was the song that they were playing the car and everybody was just uh jamming out to that because of that movie i think it got more popularity because i mean queen was still alive i'm going to show my age was still alive when i was in high school uh like early years and uh even actually one of our uh our uh our float or our homecoming was actually uh themed uh another one bites of dust mm. actually Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, good time. Yeah. So do you like? So Ed, do you like doing the producing more? In yes, I, I I love producing. That's probably my favorite part about music. Yeah, I I, I can I can agree with that. Like I'd say, like production, even like for like putting a music podcast together. I like that's what I like about it, is like putting the the whole production together with like the clips, the music, the timing, like putting the uh, sound bites, all those kind of things. I yeah. think it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, uh, I always end up putting at least 20 or 30 vocal layers in every song that I produce. <laughs> I just, I just love wow. just creating adventures and just like <laughs> the biggest like walls I can, you know, possibly imagine. You and, give uh, Joey Ramone a lot to work with when he's mixing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ben, Benji, st- he, he stopped mixing my stuff. Cause he's like, dude, too many tracks. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's what no, I'm not, not really. He, he, he would mix my stuff if, if I asked him. Ben's a good brother. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so, but yeah, I mean, uh, to I guess to answer your question, uh, I guess in a more serious note, I uh, I would take sitting in a studio for like weeks mm-hmm. over playing a live show any day. Mm-hmm. Mm. There's just there's just something about it. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Yeah, I think well, now, of like, think of like uh, even we can use Bohemian Rhapsody again. Like that didn't come about from guys going into like a songwriter town saying let's write the next old town road they were just like they're just making what they wanted to make and i think you could say the same about kind of like michael jackson or prince or like people who we all look at their music and go whoa and even how they made it i mean i I just heard this the other day i I can't i don't know if this is 100 percent true but i heard that apparently eddie van halen didn't write a lot of songs like as holes like as a whole song at once he would do, do like parts and parts and different kind of like different takes and different takes and then comp it all together. And then he would like learn the final, the final comp basically. Hmm. And that would be the song. Interesting. Um, and I think that's for me, that's just like such, such a more uh, just enjoyable and fun and interesting way to create songs rather than just like, okay, we're going to write a cor- verse, chorus, verse, chorus, bridge, and we're going to end it. Yeah. Riff. We need <laughs> yeah, a riff, riff here. That's- it's like, nah, I want, I want, I want this to be like a, a, a journey. So I mean, it's more of like, I guess I, I go, I uh, attack music in more of a like a composer yeah. kind of style, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. But whenever I need help, I ask Ed, like, Ed, I need a, I need like some melody lines here that are unique, but not like, because I always get too complicated. And it's like, and Ed always finds an insanely great melody that's really simple, <laughs> but like <laughs> has some complexity to it. Yeah. But it's, it's like, uh, yeah, I don't know. Ed, the producing thing for Ed is definitely mm-hmm. way to go with Ed. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, there's definitely a like there's a distinct difference between like the music that comes from the Dorfels, like the you know like everything that's in the in the album that has everything, and then mm-hmm. City Beach. Mm-hmm. Like there's a distinct difference in uh, the way that the, those are put together. But you can you can still hear some some things that come in. You know, like uh, like even um, I think I would say like the Trying to think of the one on top of my head, like uh, the movie you never see or the, the yep. weight weight one. Like, there's a lot, there's a lot going on in, in that. If you put head, if you actually put head, I think people are missing out if they don't put headphones on. Yeah, man, your music. Amen. <laughs> when I was like, when I hear stuff like that, I'm gonna play uh, on my shows, and I put the head, I have, I have my headphones on. I'm just like, wow, there's a lot going on in this track. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. And you wouldn't notice it if you're just listening through your phone. Yeah, you know, just through the speakers. Like, people mm-hmm. are missing out if they're not listening through headphones. When yeah. we were making music, even bef- like, uh, let me think, when I made my banjo album, that's, I made when I was 18 or 19 years old. You so. put a big disclaimer. Well, when was that, 2008 yeah, or something yeah, like that? Yeah. Uh, even on the back of the artwork, yeah. I was like, listen in headphones or yeah. a good stereo, because I couldn't stand the thought of someone Please. putting this in and listening to it through, like, their He's little iPhone, their iPhone 3 or whatever was out yeah. at the time, you know? I would have sounded terrible. Yeah, I probably wouldn't sound as... Uh... As like uh, live, you know, like with your headphones on and whatnot. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, you're just missing well, you guys... man. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys came full circle. We're about to give up and split. You kind of went to Nashville and then part partly stayed in Florida, mm-hmm. and then then V for V happened with a Boostergram ball. How how did you guys even hear about that? <sighs> TJ, why don't you take this one? So I guess, I mean, 
Yeah, you take it. Go ahead. Yeah, well, they didn't hear about it. I heard about it because I had been listening to No Agenda a lot, thanks to Cousin Mike. And at this point, we haven't done any music together in years now, right? Yeah, everyone's just... I mean, uh, we would do something like once, maybe once a year for Christmas. We played at Eddie's wedding. That was the last Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I got to play at my own wedding. (laughs) (laughs) That was a year ago? A little over a year ago? Uh, uh, Almost almost two years. years. So I had found No Agenda... Uh, that's Adam Curry and John C. Dvorak's podcast through my cousin, cousin Mike, my, your cousin Mike. Yeah. And uh, I had just, I'm a mail carrier now. Like I just mm-hmm. kind of stopped thinking like, Oh, maybe someday I'll get to play music as a hobby. But I was just providing for the family, making sure we could have somewhere to live and food to eat. And uh, so what do I do? when I'm delivering mail. I mean, all day, every day, I just put on podcasts and music. Right. So since I got to ingest so much of that while I'm working, I'm starting to like I'd catch little things and know like them talking about podcasting 2.0, podcast apps, all this stuff. So I start exploring these things. Next thing I know, I find my way over to podcasting 2.0. And this is about like August, like the the podcast, this is August of 23, right? 2023. Uh, I probably found it in 2022. Actually, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. So I start listening to it. This is pretty interesting. It's cool. It's kind of techie. And they're talking about, you know, trying to do new stuff in podcasting. And, right. And since once uh, I listened to my few podcasts, which at the time were like No Agenda was one of them. And then like Matt Walsh. And like, I don't know. I didn't have a lot of podcasts I liked because I, I, there was not a lot of people I really liked to listen to. Same. A lot, a lot of crap out there. <laughs> Same. Eight listens. Yeah. So, so, um, so I found these tech podcasts, like Podcasting 2.0, nothing to do with happenings in the world except uh, this technology. And it's like, I found it very interesting. And I'm I'm okay at tech. I'm not like, you know, a web guy or anything. But um, with our music experience, you know, we were pretty decked out in our final days as a band as, as far as cutting edge and do-it-yourself bands go. Mm-hmm. Um, so I found it all very interesting. And then I was like, going through all i had all these old files from our band days from back when we started and i was like i want to start i want to like i was starting to listen to them on my mail route like yeah. oh my gosh i forgot about this track i forgot about this album. you just had a drive I'm folder and, and, yeah i just had this folder all songs stuff. this and is so like, fun. i want to oh send these all to like my my de- my, my my family and my friends because it's just mm. it's kind of hilarious some <laughs> of it's really bad some of it's kind of cool but bad you know like oh that's really right. good even though it's bad like yeah <laughs> and and so I was like, I want to share it with them. And it's like, I looked into putting it on Spotify or something or SoundCloud so they could just pull it up and be easy. They could play it in a music player. That's all right. I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And I found I started finding all these walls of why I couldn't do it on each thing, whether it was cost. And cost was definitely one of them. Mm-hmm. Yes. But also, um, they'd want to be like, do you own the rights to all this stuff or whatever? It's like some of these songs are like bluegrass songs. I don't. I have no idea who wrote them and I'm never going to find out who wrote them. And nobody even gives a flip. Like if you listen to it, you're not even going to, you're not going to, no one's going to like it. It's bad. That's when you're like, you know, it was like me when I'm 11 years old playing banjo. Like it's terrible, you know? So I was just like, man, I just want to find a way to share it. And, and then when I'm listening to this podcasting stuff, I was like, you know what? I should, I should just put it in the podcast world as in a podcast format. And that's just like it's kind of like a music commentary. Like I'm not like you know questioning all these questions and stuff. If I could butt in for a second, yeah, please do. Um, at this point, were you kind of hearing the scuttlebutt of them, like you know, possibly trying to trying music on podcasting 2.0? Because I remember you telling me about it, and they weren't really. It, nobody's no, really talking. No, about No, they it weren't yet. talking. So about the whole it yet. all the timing of everything was pretty divine. I'd say. No, they weren't talking <laughs> about it yet because 
when I started looking to, I had heard some, a few people mentioned Abel and the Wolf had made a music in podcast thing. And they're the only people. And I did not, I didn't even understand what that was. It was like, is that a band name? Is that an album? And when I would search it, it was hard, kind of hard to find at the time. Now it's a little mm -hmm. easier. Right. Back then I would pull it up and I like, I couldn't even figure out how to play their songs and stuff. I didn't know what was going on. It was confusing um, for me from an outsider, you know, not right. knowing what they knew. Yeah. And, um, but anyways, you decide, Hey, I, I think was like, we should I try put my, put my family on, yeah. stuff in a, like a, it's, you know, I'll put an episode out as a track, you know? So right. it's like episode one, track one, whatever. And so I'm like thinking of all this stuff. And then as I'm thinking about getting ready to do this stuff and I'm getting all my files, and you and I had a lot of order. conversations about it. Too. Yeah. And I have yeah. all this library and that I'm getting in order. Then they start saying, bringing up music in podcasting 2.0, which I'm just kind of listening to casually. Like, while I'm delivering mm -hmm. mail all day, every day. <laughs> so, yeah. so, so you're like, like they're Whoa. thinking what I'm thinking. Like, what? This is, this is what I was about to do. And now they're reading my mail that I am delivering. <laughs> 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 so then I start telling the guys, which I don't know what they thought at the time. I'm like, so there's this guy, Adam Curry, he's MTV. He sort of, sort of. I mean, we, we all listen to No Agenda, so we kind of, we were yeah. familiar. But yeah, yeah well, you guys didn't listen like I did. No, no, no we were not at the time. We, but, we knew of it, had listened to it. Yeah, yeah. right. And uh, so, so I'm like, hey, uh, we might have like an opportunity here if they start like trying to get music out. You, what do you guys think of letting me kind of organize and manage all the music? And, and they had from the time I stopped playing in the band in like 20, 2017, they probably had 40 or 50 songs they never released that were which, finished. Which yeah. when, you know, would they be writing a song, make a demo, send it to me while I'm delivering mail and whatever. And so I have this <laughs> huge library of all these songs that I've listened to over and over again. Like, oh, I like this, I like this that they did nothing with mm -hmm. so wow. i know them all because you know i'm like their biggest fan because well <laughs> i was in the band and i because you like, started, started the band and, and yeah. everything so and I, you know <laughs> i i still had this dream like they're gonna do something even without me even though i couldn't make it or whatever because of Just, financial yeah, yeah family and financially yeah. surviving right. <laughs> i hear that uh, but and i feel like i just took up way too much time trying to explore no, uh, this is a great story in. but yeah that's how i i came across this uh this whole value for value music thing. And, and essentially I was also um, while this stuff was going on, even prior when I had found no agenda, I think this is where it started maybe in 20. I don't know when we made that song that spooked me and Jake made that song. We don't talk about Brandon. I don't know if you've heard <laughs> that, that song's one. great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's just a spoof, you know, but yeah. I had, when I was listening to no agenda, I was like, Oh, people are just making spoofs of like, like just making up, right. taking songs. And so I was like, Oh, me, Jingles. My son and my wife at the time, or she wasn't my wife at the time. I don't, maybe she was. Maybe I she was. Yeah. But they had this idea for this cover of this like Disney song. And I was like, oh, that's just me and Jake just ran with it. And I sent it to him. Actually, I didn't even send it to Adam because I didn't know how to do that. I right. think I tagged somebody on Mast uh, the Mastodon, No Agenda Social, mm. and or I put it out there and, was, and someone sent it to Adam. And then Adam's like, oh, I want this or whatever. And I was like, oh, okay, here you go. <laughs> I heard it. I heard it one when, uh, whenever they played it, like as a pre. Uh, what's going on? I see your cousin Mike popping in. Yeah, cousin Mike. Welcome to the chat. But so that kind of was the start of me just starting to make music again on my own and just, but just for like goofy, like not serious. Like it doesn't matter if it's bad quality or anything. It's just to make it funny. Mm -hmm. And and so I've made a few more spoofs over the year, but that was sort of like an intro to for me for Adam. To who he knew, like he started to recognize, like Sir TJ the Wrathful, which was not my name by choice, but given to me, right. and uh, and he started to recognize that because I've made you know four or five de decent end of show mixes. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. 
And so yeah, when yeah. I started mentioning to him that like, hey, when he's starting to do this value for value music thing, like, hey, thanks, this is really exciting for for me. And we're like excited about music again. He's like, oh, that's that's amazing, so cool. I'd love to hear your stuff. And and you know, I'm used to people saying this in Nashville, like or wherever we were out, like saying yeah, that. That's Maybe a formality. That's it's like, how are you? Good. Like, oh, I'd love to hear your stuff. Oh. Actually, means he'll flip you. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, like, like the joke uh, when we were playing like festivals was when you get off the stage and the next band's going on stage and they say, "Hey, y'all sounded great up there." That really means a few guys. <laughs> that's like the like everyone knows that if someone says that to you and you know. Which is it's really kind of sad, actually. Yeah. To think about it, but they, that's it's actually they, they're like saying, they're like, hey, we're like saying all due respect. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, we're friends, right? Or, or in the south, bl- oh, bless his heart. Bless your heart. <laughs> and then you just <laughs> roast them after that. Yeah. <laughs> and and a lot of the festivals and the and, you know it's a competition. You want the gigs and you want the most money, and so and, right. Yeah. While you can be nice to each other's faces, there's a lot yeah. of uh, stuff going on. So you, so anyways. So then Adam announced. He was going to do the boost grand ball. Well, he started pulling up songs and trying to do this value split on podcasting 2.0. Oh, he was doing it on there first. Okay. Mm-hmm. And and so when I started when he started doing that and thinking like, hey, I'm thinking about doing this music show. I need a name for it. That's when I was like, you guys, you and Ben and everyone was swamped with life. And I was ta- talking to Mike because Mike a ton about it. And so I basically we got permission from the guys to help manage and oversee and kind of do do all this stuff for them since they're like you know in the middle of you know ed's having his first child and ben and and emma right. are super swamped and everything so it's like we kind of organize it for everyone and then bring everyone together when we can and and that's that's how we got here tonight. wow <laughs> so awesome that's such a three almost 360 from where where you guys were at and about the you're basically like non-existent at at a at that point yeah yep uh, yeah to all that happened yep. that's amazing and it was amazing because right we quit in September of 2019 and then COVID hit. And if we were relying on gigs to live. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. I never thought about that. So we all had like normal jobs. I was working at the post office with TJ. Eddie was at Target. Kurt was doing some things in Florida. We were all so we were all like had normal thing, normal jobs, mm-hmm. <laughs> which like, there I mean, there was a. A lot of benefits to that not just like the financial oh absolutely i think there was a lot of maturing that had to happen a lot of you know like realizations of reality and that like as much as you like want to believe in your dream it doesn't always look the way that you want that's true yeah it wasn't as fun as it had been before right yeah and like ed had mentioned earlier like we were there were things on us too that we weren't doing maybe right or we didn't want to do, or there was or dysfunction for the, or for between the, wrong the band and, and, yeah. and with some of us with where we were like as individuals. Yeah. That, like we were ripping on people who, who just like want to write the next old town road, but like we were doing that and uh-huh. we like reap, we were, we were doing that a little bit and it wasn't, you go into a right for the purpose of trying to write a hit yeah. versus for the purpose of writing the music yeah and now and now right. it's like like you said salty it's the 360 of we don't have to tour we have uh, solid incomes so we don't have to worry about like playing music for money which is really hard mm-hmm. um tj's laughing he's like solid income what world do you live in <laughs> he's not the post office. if anything okay. tj has an amazing just house and a yeah. setup tj's done a great job that's all thanks family. To my family yeah uh, anyway, so we all have that, and now, on, like you saw, you said 360. Now we get to make music purely for fun, Definitely. and we get to do a podcast, and then people are starting to like the music, and so it's like, hey, come what may, 
we could die with 30 fans and I'd be ha- I'd be like overjoyed. But I got to like enjoy making music and all that is involved with that. And then somebody else liked it. That's just bonus. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> For sure. And yeah, and then you don't have to yeah, you don't have to uh do any kind of cookie cutter. Yeah, rules uh, are off. To to this, especially with podcasting 2.0 and V for V. Like you're your own maestro, mm-hmm. you know, of your own orchestra. You can do whatever you want with it and make it sound however. And uh, and then you put it out to the world, and then the value comes back like almost instantly. So you're like, well, I, I see how they like that song, or like I didn't, we didn't get as many, uh, you know, boost on this one. Like I wonder what. Maybe we need other people to play it. Maybe maybe it takes more than one mm-hmm. person that has a music podcast to play it. Sometimes that that happens too. Mm-hmm. It's kind of fun for us now when we you know pick songs and uh, all of us kind of have our favorites and when one seems to do well in the v for v world and you know right. relatively speaking it's all yeah that was my pick oh, i told you that was <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i mean we're all like on the same team but it's kind of like but it's like, also like randomly like it makes no sense v. to me like they don't know did really good in v for v for some reason and i'm like i mean the track is not bad it's good it, but it's like personally personally i wouldn't really yeah i think it See, and uh-huh. I was on the other side where I was like, they don't know is a freaking sick song. It's got this like weird intro, so it's kind of like not normal, but then it like Eerie. rocks in the middle of it. And, and, I don't, and it's, it's got, got the like, banjo, banjo and the mandolin, mandolin, and then you're like, what yeah. the heck? Clucking along. So I always <laughs> thought that was like a sick track where they were like, eh, I mean, okay. <laughs> the reason that it was probably good is because it wasn't, you weren't you weren't trying to write it with your summer Gucci's on your face. Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Nice so one. as far as that uh, and that value coming back, um, I know it's, uh, for me it's a little confusing on. Well, because now we got multiple players, so now we have Ellen Beats, and that's what that's where I grab all my music from. But then that's kind of tied to RSS Blue, which that's where you go. Like when you when I make the shows, like I go in there and I search through um, what they have, which is pretty much every. Usually it's about every, everything that's been at least uploaded to the index. And, um, there's some way like stuff in there, but like Ellen beats kind of wants to, I'm not going to say they're Ellen, they're Ellen beats more favorable, but you no, know, that works a little bit better with when you're trying to make your JSON files and all that tech stuff. But so now, we, so, but so you got wave Lake and you got Ellen beats. And if someone's playing tracks over there, like, are you noticing like, where are you noticing the tracks are getting played more? Are they are they being played from the music shows? Or are they getting played from like those two those two apps that are just the tracks themselves, like that people can go search for? Because I was curious as like if someone's boot like I don't know if plays count for value. I know like the boosts obviously do, but it also like in the weird algorithms of RSS Blue when you have your OP three insights, they do have they count like if you just play it as a know as a download and whatnot it's it's strange so i've been trying to figure out like if what are you guys seeing on your end as far as like what tracks and where they're coming from are they do you know where they're coming from when you mean when people are sending satoshis yes when you're getting your value back the most mm -hmm. of it is from music shows Uh, yeah i'd say music shows yeah and then we we pick up a few people who are in interested or i noticed must have put us in one of their own playlists and then they play a lot and it'll all of a sudden you know every like chad f i'll see him 
randomly oh, yeah. out of Ellen Beats. Like he must be in a playlist or something. Or uh, even Mitch from Podverse. Like he just boots our songs right out of Podverse, like from our. But originally, it seems like people are discovering this discovery method yeah, is discovery, you guys. Yeah. It's you yeah. and it's Adam. It's people That's saying, cool. hey, check out my music show. Mm-hmm. And as people kind of learn to understand how it's intertwined, Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of these people like Mitch, you know, like he make, only makes Podverse. So, of course, he knows how it yes. all is intertwined. But, mm-hmm. I mean, we know how it's intertwined now, too. And it's it's not too hard as you it just takes a little bit of, you know, playing around with it right. for a, a few days or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, oh, I see how it works. Yeah, there's there's definitely a lot of people streaming just from Ellen Beats, I've noticed. Um, but you get a lot more, I guess just like new names and like a lot, a lot of new people coming from the shows. Yeah, that's a lot. That's, a lot that's good to know. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I was always curious because now those two are available, like for people if they're going to the web part portion of it. I was just curious how, what kind of traction or what kind of activity you guys were seeing from that. No, we haven't. We have not yet um, put on our like our Facebook page where we you know had you know what what do we have on like ten k followers or whatever, and I haven't yet posted on our like our you know our mainstream. I call it our mainstream stuff. What we're doing and stuff because. Uh, I just I I don't feel, I don't feel we're like we're there. regular enough with our you know episodes mm-hmm. and things streamlined and then there's also things with some of the songs like there's co-writes on them and I want to make sure yeah we do we're good right. on all our co-writes because if I haven't gotten a hold of somebody yet or they haven't gotten back to me I'm like I'm not flipping using I'm not gonna just not use music that these guys wrote you know ninety percent of and then mm-hmm. they went to Nashville had a guy add a few lines in and said oh we can't use that as a co-write we can get permission. It's like no, I'm going to make them a wallet. We're going to set up, and I give them generously more than what is even would even be like the norms in the Nashville setup. Yeah, right. And so I always make sure they're getting more, like as far as if someone boosts that, so that you know, when, if it goes back, you know, f- first is like, okay, here's here's what's come of that. Here you go. I made you a wallet. You want to change your wallet? Sure, I can send you all that here. Here's your login. You can you, I can yeah. update it in the feed. Yeah. Yeah. Or worst case scenario, I mean, I could take the song down, which mm-hmm. I would like to think most people would be like, Oh, people like a song that I helped write. Yeah. Cool. Keep that up there. Oh, hmm. see, people are tipping it. They like, Oh yeah. Yeah. Like okay. I'd like to think that. <laughs> so, so you're, you're saying that, but we're, we're waiting to kind of like, yeah. So I want to make sure mass, there's a few, mass few more songs it. that like have been released that we've released mm-hmm. where we're like, uh, I haven't heard from Freeman yet mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So I'm kind of like, I'd really like to have those in a row before like we, it's just like pure, like in, in public. Like, okay. um, and, and so there's stuff like, and I wonder what other people are doing with that scenario, but at the same time, I'm like, Hey, um, we're n- no one's listening to these songs if we don't do anything with them. And so, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Keith, yeah. I think there's a couple other things to, that we need to do just on the back end too. And we hadn't really talked about this. I think I've mentioned it one or once or twice, but I haven't looked into it either, but to find out the, um, to find out there's the streaming stats, you know, for people that just listen and aren't um, boosting and or, or whatever, you know, it's like I've seen some of Adam Curry's podcasts have like 1% for like some stats function. You know, I assume that's where he's getting some type of report back on how many downloads or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Him and Dave have something I know they have on the, on their yeah. end that they're tracking um, things like that. Yeah, yeah, I that. don't. I have not tracked down. I have no idea about our listeners except through Boostergrams and or mm-hmm. streaming Satoshi's. That's mm-hmm. that's the only feedback we have to look at. If someone's like just downloading it, I don't even know. Mm-hmm. I don't. Right. 
I tried to use OP3 or I forget what they call OP. I, I don't, I can't remember. What it's called. Or, yeah. Or, there's some, there's some kind of, there's some service that he has and I had a link for it. And I tried to like log in and, and search up our podcast to see the download sats through this service. And it was like, there's like an error or something. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and you know, I'm working, I'm working. Well, working zero. So it's kind of like, well, <laughs> yeah. And we well, have to away and try to figure it out. <laughs> and well, this is still to... brand new too, so everybody's still kind of running with scissors, you know, mm-hmm. as Dave, Dave says. So, mm-hmm. yep, it's all it's interesting though. But I'm glad to hear that you guys are actually seeing like where I. That's what I was always com- com- curious is like, or okay, how I see if I see what people boost to like my, like my shows and whatnot, and like mm-hmm. and and if I can find the timeline because uh, sometimes like those boostergrams don't tell me for what song it was just like nice song and then i don't know have any idea which song they were talking about you know and um but other times like it does show me where it was at i'm like oh look they boosted for uh the dorfels uh, that was awesome like i wish they would have said that but like mm-hmm. I, I can go back and find it but it's cool to know that the the music shows that are out there and there's not really a lot i'd say there's probably there's actually five, i'd say there's about five active uh shows out of yeah. the 14 that are on ellen beats yep but that's yeah. cool though that, that's where you're getting your direct value back it's uh from the music shows mm-hmm. that's cool we have to publish the rss feed to uh apple to to get the normies we have mm-hmm. to publish that to apple and google you know if we're if, if you're going to do the facebook crowd yeah mm-hmm. yeah but do you agree with that salty like reach out to them and then say hey try podcasting 2.0 apps but like they can pull us up and f- at least find us in their <clears throat> i mean if I guess. I mean, I guess you could. I mean, we wouldn't put all the music out there, obviously. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. put the music feed out the, there. Just yeah, I wouldn't podcast. put it all out there. I'd just give them like a, you know, just have them smell the pie without, you know, taking just it from the, the podcast, show. not the music. I would oh, just not, the podcast. Oh, just the there. podcast. Yeah, because that's uh, there's some people that did that. Like they bring their, they take their B for V and their, and if they want to just grow the audience bigger and then bring, then hopefully bring them over to the, you know, the modern podcast app side. Like I've, I know people that's done that. Yeah, that, I yeah. think that's a, a good idea. But just the podcast, right, Mike? Just that's what podcast. I was thinking. Not yeah, the- yeah. And I'm and I, I'm wondering because I haven't really looked into it, but I'm wondering if there's any like, I mean, obviously it's not, <laughs> you know, there's going to be not the podcasting 2.0 functionality, but if there's any mm-hmm. issue with the actual MP3 pop file getting posted, and if it's kind of like you know compatible at least, hmm. yeah, yeah. Okay. that would that would definitely be a Dave and Adam question that. I mean, you could email, and I'm sure they'd answer it. I oh, would yeah. guess that it probably is, just because you know they wouldn't create something separate that wasn't also. Yeah, from, from what I understand, yeah. it's it's Apple, and then I know not. no agenda is on Apple, even though they have. I'm sure they haven't submitted the podcast here. Or I don't know. You know, I'm pretty sure you can find some a lot of those, um, you know, popular Adam Curry ones on on iTunes. Yeah, yeah, probably. I'm, I've never looked if if they were there or not. I know yeah. they're. Um, I don't think they're on Spotify. Maybe I think they were, they were complaining about someone else had just randomly put them on Spotify. Yeah, they yeah, were yeah. I saw, a couple, I saw some stuff up there that didn't look official. <laughs> How dare you? That's a big feed. Yeah. All right. Um, One side note on that that we've we've like talked about on, on the surface, but I think it's a very deep conversation, is <clears throat> one of the dangers, which like we just hinted at, of value for value that we don't like really have a – a thing for uh, unexplored territory it's unexplored territory is like the whole point of value for value is saying hey like there we say value for value but
but technically I could listen to a guy's value for value song and say, I found no value from that, but download it and like make a, I don't know, an animated YouTube video to it, put it on YouTube and then monetize it and make money off his song. And he can't say I'm wrong for doing it because it's value for value. Uh, there was no like right. I, and i think you could I don't think you st- we still exist within the um outside environment where you can if you created the track and you have the rights to it you can you know copyright strike him or you could you could pursue him for that i don't think just because you participate and publish it in v for v doesn't give a license to everyone else to reproduce it hmm. yeah I that's, wrong, but i mean it's not like a, it's dcma it's not like it's copyrighted protected within the software or the distribution mm-hmm. process it's just yeah. out there but i don't think that that waves don't you think you're waving your rights to the owning the rights to the song we're not we're not saying hey here's our song we made you may have it and call it your own and and reduplicate it like you know like that's what i'm saying like like people people could people could interpret it as that though is is like what i'm kind of saying okay like when we when we play uh like that this happened like low-key but not no big deal nbd with it was uh, sort of my uh worth fighting for Mm Someone else like heard that, got that somewhere, and posted it on a show that wasn't ours. And we were like, "Dang, we didn't like." And we we wanted they, to be able to pick that song, and they didn't like show. label the artist correctly, right? Yeah, and wow. so there was like this weird like. Uh, but then we couldn't like smack their hand because it's like, well, we live on this value for value podcast, and you know, mm. so it's like it just got in this weird gray area that we don't really have nailed down yet. Yeah, that was one of those situations that was my fault as far as unclarity goes. I was like showing some guys some of our music and I had sent them a bunch of songs and we didn't get to go through all the songs. And I was like, yeah, check them out, whatever, you know, have fun with them. And then the next thing I know, it was he didn't even say anything to me and he had put it on one of their like they had like a compilation V for V album. Mm -hmm. And I was just a little bit surprised, like. I probably would have said, yeah, but I mean, you did yeah. it anyways. And yeah. And it wasn't like it was just part of the V for V music podcast either. It was like published as part of an album with exactly. the two wow. publishers, the aggregators listed as the artist. But, but mm-hmm. it, it did say somewhere in there, it did point back to us. Yeah, it did it say confusing. the door. It was just confusing. It was yeah. confusing to people maybe like who putting on their music show. It's like, yeah. oh, this is, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm not. I actually like the guys. I talked to him. And yeah. No, there's no beef in that situation. So it's, I, I mean, it's a, so I'm still talking to him. We're friends, but it was just a confusing thing. I was like, yeah. uh, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know if I, I screwed up or if they screwed up. I don't, I don't even know. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's okay. Whatever. But like, it was weird. <laughs> At least I thought it was a little like, Oh, I mean, I, I thought I you could have said was, something that, before you put it out there. But <laughs> I think Adam, even Dave might've even talked about that. That might happen. No, to some eventually or somebody or to some people that that would like like what's to stop somebody from like you know downloading the show and re-uploading it to youtube and like now people are now that content content creator quotes Mm -hmm. you know and now he's monetizing your music off his youtube channel it's kind of i don't know how you would uh off the top of my head i don't know how you would fight that uh besides you know you guys definitely own it yeah uh, that's I the guess... part that hasn't been replicated yet from the mainstream mainstream complex, right? It's like, oh, you can call up ASCAP and they have an enforcement agency and department that like mm-hmm. drops yeah. the hammer on whoever is infringing on their copyrights. But it's yeah. a little bit different, and it's not, we have to kind of go through the basics of the legal system, I would assume, without having that kind of institutional yeah. which drop. which I think people are scared of because it gets kind of like bigwig mode. But yeah. honestly, 
if you really think about it, it might not be the worst thing in the world to like, 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 for example, if someone like just get your head out of value for value, if Kurt took a photo and someone like grabbed that and all of a sudden like Mac OS updates and their new like default is this photo that Kurt took, Kurt can just go after them and say, Hey, cease and desist. That's my photo. You can't use it. I didn't give you permission. And right. so legally they're just like, okay, you got us. We, we can't use that. I feel like technically the same kind of principle can apply to this. Like you just said, someone grabs it, they put it on YouTube. We just contact them and say, Hey, that's our song. You didn't get permission. Cease and desist, you know, right. Like, like just in a really one-on-one level, I don't see why that wouldn't apply. I don't see why you could honestly, why we couldn't honestly copyright our songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, like without BMI, like as well. I mean, BMI, you could honestly their hands in the pie. I, I know the, the whole purpose is to kind of get away from them, but you still could. I mean, have these songs copyrighted with BMI or ASCAP? You could, and then have them on BMI. But and since they, you own them, you're like, yeah, I give myself permission. <laughs> yeah, it's but, like why does why? Do, I guess the question here that's like kind of boiling from all this you guys is know? why does BMI and ASCAP? Why does me registering my song with BMI and ASCAP? give it like peak legal status that it's my song like mm-hmm. why it, do i need them to tell me what's mine exactly it's like dude i have the metadata in the track on the hard drive in my computer that says the song was created on this date when i wrote it and this right. up, say this other person they downloaded it on this date and the metadata said metadata says that he downloaded it on that date which is way later so obviously right. it was you know what i mean I um know. i i from some of the people that we that I've talked to in the in the Telegram group or like the V for V jockeys. Um, that's where Lee Ray put that together. And uh, I think Julie Costell is in there. And um, I think one of the things that we've talked about that also, like, you know, what can these artists do to protect them? Because it kind of sounds like we don't want to rec- recreate the same situation where, you know how, like, let, let's just use Prince, for instance, like how how hard it took him to try to retain all his, you know, all his music to get away from that system. I think Michael Jackson did the same thing. The Beatles did the same thing. Like, I, I don't think we'd want to recreate that same problem where if we, if you handed some kind of authority over, you know, even though it's supposed to be protected, but like you know, <laughs> bad things, you give people about with power tend to abuse it. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. maybe there's something that can be created. I don't know, just in this little, Pod, podcasting 2.0 spear that maybe we could yeah every, somebody could figure out somehow but i mean there are lawyers in no agenda so maybe i think the decentralized is, nature of it kind of mitigates yeah. that that's the yeah, yeah, thing exactly. against it is is that yeah if it gets if there's a big dog on the block that gets to make, basically pick winners and losers they can probably have a similar type of you know mm-hmm. black ball type yeah well, that's what happened with streaming now with with Apple and Spotify. They just say, hey, BMI ASCAP, hey, is this cool if we give the writers this much? Like, yeah, sure, that's cool. What? And now they're like screwed. It's like, yeah. when did that deal go down? And did the writer, did any songwriter ever even hear about it and get a chance to say, this is awful, you know? Right. But yeah, with what you just said, uh, salty is key. Back back in the day, people are fighting like, man, we got to figure out a way to for like this is my song. But the difference now is they didn't have metadata. They didn't have uh, the ability to for me to like 
have the lyric in a Google Doc that's dated. Right. And like, you know what I mean? It was, it was either tapes or vinyl. Yes. Or, and so, so they like, need to have could, people and resources. To I like, could go into the studio with Prince yeah. and he says, listen to this track I just made. And he plays it. And I'm like, whoa. And then I go to my studio and just record the same song. And there's no metadata proving which one came first. I go, I have a recording of it too. This is my <laughs> song. Prince stole it. <laughs> right. There you go. That that no. yeah maybe now maybe now yeah with that with the RSS and the with metadata, the digital that, footprint yeah. that yeah there you, there you go the footprint yeah yeah the footprint that maybe that definitely maybe that'll work out to the I mean and that's it's kind of like kind of one of the main reasons why I think V for V is kind of like gaining ground is because we don't need all these big and like Adam Adam talks about all the time we don't need all these big people like in the middle doing all these things because yeah. right. we can do it ourselves <clears throat> mm-hmm. so. Yeah. And the key word there is need, you know, because some people like Taylor Swift, she wants all those people handling her stuff and she they get full time jobs handling, you know, because they make so much money and it's no big deal. That's great. Mm -hmm. MBD for us. We don't need that. And we're on a much smaller scale doing a completely different thing. And so there's no reason why like those big dogs just get to like to say no you can't make money off of us, you didn't make yeah. over a thousand streams so you yeah zero <laughs> which to me it sounds bananas to oh like, like yeah, bananas. that's not a good selling point to for <laughs> I know. someone like should i put this on spotify and hope that someday no that- don't do it you're better <laughs> off on soundcloud yeah, yeah i was gonna say yeah exactly soundcloud soundcloud would definitely be a i think a better option if you didn't know about anything else but yeah that's that's nuts and then i remember in a i was gonna ask you guys this uh, the last podcast you guys did before the baby verse, it was the one where you guys were talking about somebody was streaming on Twitch. Mm-hmm. Like, were you Our, like you weren't playing music? You were just streaming, like you were just being uh, gaming or whatever. That were, uh, yeah, yeah Kurt was Kurt was streaming on Twitch. Yeah, yeah, we were complaining that Kurt was streaming on Twitch instead of podcasting with us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Twitch stream got it. And then he, and then later he's like, I couldn't not Twitch. I had like or whatever stream. I had like over a thousand people watching my stream, and it's like, he you, guys have he like you guys have like three. <laughs> by some He's going with some the bigger Twitch stream or something, and all yeah. their people came to his for some reason. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That that's an. I was going to ask you guys that. So, uh, that the reason I got into like audio and uh, was because of Twitch, like figuring out uh, OBS, um, figuring out cameras, figuring out you know, mixers and all that stuff. And there was a time where, I don't know if you guys remember, remember when Twitch was cracking down on their TOS for people playing copyrighted music and then people were getting RIAA strikes and that other company that does the same ones like left and right because uh, people were used to save their VODs or their their things. And that was a big deal for a, a couple of years, like, if you play any copyrighted, like even if it's for like three seconds, like they, I guess RIA has like the these. Um, I don't know. I don't want to call it AI, but basically it's AI that can just scour all of yeah. Twitch. They have Shazam. Yeah, it's magic. Yeah, yeah. And uh, all of it up, it's before. like oh, send that person a strike and they have to go down. You know, <laughs> kind of thing. Uh-huh. Kind of, could you play? Uh, I think Kick would be more lenient than Twitch, but like. Could you play? Because there is a live music channel. Like, I don't know what you would make off of it, but you could technically, if you wanted to live stream like on Kick. But like, I don't know, maybe put a QR code for the for your for your V for V wallet on it or something. Mm-hmm. I had never heard of Kick. 
Uh, it's a it's a company that's run by a basically a casino. So they have they've been bringing in uh, big name streamers from Twitch over to Kick. Um, yeah, that makes sense for uh, like places that have the need for some kind of like background um, sound or music or something where they probably don't want to like get bent over by you know BMI and ASCAP for just yeah, you know for having to play it for a massive amount of people but it's not really the focus of the the reason yeah, yeah, why yeah. people think to it yeah yeah it's it's interesting. grocery stores right yeah it's interesting so to get over the um cuz people wanted to play when they're like say when they're done gaming and they're doing like this or just talking to their audience or reading the chat whatnot they wanted to play music in the background so there was a couple people that went out of their way to make what they call copyright free or mm-hmm. royalty free music yep. and one of the persons that did that and he built his own studio it was uh harris heller and he has this company that he created called uh um i think it's called sin senpai music and um so yeah he has probably uh, kurt would actually love kurt would actually love this guy because he does it's it's mostly lo-fi kind of stuff like there's a lot of albums that are lo-fi and hype and, and whatnot that so he even has a um so if you want to use it you can use it on any video streams he even has like the um the document if someone if a company tries to challenge it like you can't play that he has the uh i, I forgot the license Whatever, or whatever yeah yeah the license you can download it and it shows like no i'm this is allowed to be played and whatnot so, wow. it's very yeah, interesting. I've heard about Time that. Isn't that where, like, isn't that where you have to? He, you were supposed to, if you wanted to use the music in their library, you made like a one-time donation or a one-time thing, and then he raised so much money on that, he was able to like give a bunch of kickbacks to everyone that kind of created the stuff. I think I heard about that. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, it was something kind of like that. But he basically paid a bunch of money to make it available, <laughs> and it went through another. It went through this other company, but. But that was the way around it. So now you can play like royalty free music uh, on your live streams if you're gaming. I actually use that on my music shows. So like when I'm in between um the the music that you're hearing, like the Valley Fury music, like that's what I'm playing. Like that's it. That's his stuff in the background. Mm. I would I would play other things, but it's too hard for me to figure out the splits while I'm talking. I'm like because yeah. like an RSS blue, it's like it's overlapping because you're talking. I'm like I don't know. Do. So I just <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I just leave it off now and then i just i just play at the at like so because people don't want to hear me talk over someone that's trying to get a you know a boost through their song mm-hmm. and yeah, whatnot, yeah, yeah. So. it's crazy it's crazy world, uh, boys. yeah i did have a question like let's just say for instance that the dorfels got huge this year or next year more than you've gotten this year let's just say we 10x that and uh i'm a big fan of uh vinyl because it's like art that you can have in your hand, like just like the like the, the record itself or like the cover it came in. Would there ever be a chance, like let's say you guys had some kind of goal with your with your sats or whatnot, would you ever make like a a vinyl of that of the one that you, of the album that you have available now? It's got like where you just you keep adding to it and then just make that a vinyl. Like you'd have like an A side and a B side, like the Stanley Cup. Just keep adding to it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. Hmm. It'd be a fun collector's item. Yeah, I've never thought of that. Yeah. I never I never even thought of vinyl. Um, I mean we I, I know I know we, we made a few vinyls for like Christmas gifts for a couple super fans. Yeah, we could count it on one hand. Yeah, yeah. But I mean 
Yeah, I think what song that, did you use? I, I don't remember. But oh. I think it was the Think album. Yeah. Oh. But I mean, I would say that would be a really cool thing to do, for sure. Yeah. I just know. I didn't know if you guys ever made any before, like for just family or friends, or if that was ever a thing that you would like. If that was something on like a, I don't know, like a bucket list. I wish we were up to the point where like we'd have a vinyl. Mm. <laughs> I don't know about um, other artists, but for us in general, if if it wasn't at a show, we didn't sell merch anywhere. Like mm-hmm. online, it's like we almost got no orders ever online. We probably lost money online from trying yeah. to like ship. <laughs> so, but I mean, at shows we'll sell like you know some CDs and whatever we had, and people would come up and buy them. We'd do, always have people at the CD table and we'd chatting mm-hmm. and saying hi and stuff. But as far as online sales went, mm. it was there was no profit whatsoever. Yeah. Cool. Mm, so so yeah. I feel like it. There'd really have to be that online presence of people who liked us mm-hmm, for what right. you're saying to do to be like, oh, maybe someone would actually want. Yeah. <laughs> yeah what you just said is you just like I don't know why just like like blew up my brain when you said people would come up to us and talk to us at the CD table. I feel like that is a perfect analogy of what value for value is. You watch someone play. And you'd never even dream that you could like go talk, to, you know, like you see Coldplay, you could never talk to Coldplay and say like, oh, I love this song. And like right. you're at their CD table, like I love this song, da, 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 da. But value for value, you can totally do that. You can just listen to someone's song, send them a boost and say, yo, dude, this, that G solo was hype, dude. <laughs> and you know, they're going to see it. You know, for yeah. a fact, they're going to see it because of the value that they're getting. I, I here's an interesting uh, extrapolation of your question, Salty. It would be, let's say something goes 10x or 100x or whatever. Mm. You, I think we maybe could wonder about what what type of value would be the you know the lion's share of the revenue. Would it be right. just from streaming or people bo- boosting? um one times or would it be from live shows i kind of get the sense that there would be more potential for interaction people would be more motivated to donate to a live yeah set. i agree you know what i mean like you would have i'm glad you said that that's would be so much of a, yeah because uh, you can like you know and you could obviously get a fair amount of residuals from people you know discovering it and then kind of going back to the library and and right. boosting whatever they found there but mm-hmm. i kind of feel like the the live angle and it may depend on, to some extent on the style of the artist and the uh, and the publicity that you're going having a live show mm-hmm. yeah well yeah. i think there's more i think there's you can crank out more new material by just having scheduled live shows, even though it might be repeats of the same intellectual property, so to speak, it would still be a new experience and people would still be compelled to kind of uh, be part of the show. You know, I think Adam and, and um, Dave were talking about that a fair amount in the last half of the most recent podcasting 2.0, where they were trying to decide what's kind of the best setup for the audience interaction, you know, Mm -hmm. whether it should be like a chat where it goes away or, you know, whether it should be like a comment that sticks on the app, like it did, like it does in fountain or something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, I kind of get the sense that I, the way I see it more, it would be kind of like, just have a scroll where the performers can kind of see and a chat function where, where what you, you know, you'd kind of have to make sure that it would be foolproof. You don't, wouldn't want someone, you know, 
spouting vulgarities or whatever and them automatically getting you know made part of the permanent part of the show (laughs) but if you could have some type of chat where the audience could or the where the performers could get a chuckle if they see someone they know or someone says something funny i think i'm kind of seeing it as that would be the optimal setup Mm -hmm. for a live situation it's kind of cool i just had a vision of like you know us playing somewhere or playing in our garage or wherever and we have it we're live and we have it set up so we can all clearly see boostergrams coming in during the live thing i mean mm-hmm. we could even be vibing on some just uh, we could be vibing in the middle of a song mm-hmm. and and be and just start talking in the middle of a song everyone back off a little bit and be like oh, i got we got this boostergrams and you, you could interject however you wanted in a really cool unique never going to happen ever again the same way you know right way. You, could, you could break um, into the the uh, jingle you guys were trying to work on the boosting oh, yeah. message. Boosting yeah. something. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah, that's and man, uh the Dorfels doing something live is it's just a matter of time. I know it's it's gonna ha- it's something. I'm sure be you've happening. been asked that already though, have you? Mm, um yeah, I think so. I mean yeah. Um, and I mean we've been talking about it all. Yeah, we're talking about doing it yeah. amongst ourselves, but yeah when where what i think of uh, eddie i don't know if you remember this we used to set up our light rig when in the last days of fuel on fire which was our band name before we quit because nobody could spell dorful and we were trying to you know people have people find us easier we were called fuel on fire and we would set up we had a light rig that we bought and we me and ed just like jimmy rigged these like free programs and like programmed a a really good light show with led screens and stuff to Mm -hmm. like what we would play out for like the shows that we would allow it and we would set it up in our studio which is basically just like a converted garage at this rental property we had and um we would practice in there and kurt would set up a dslr which is you know with like a nice wide lens and we would record it with like an in-ear pack and then we'd record video with a DSLR and we'd watch it back to like tweak. And the audio was amazing. Like it was it like you could you could put this stuff out and people be like, that's a good track. Like obviously we didn't sing perfect. You can't tune it post, whatever. Right. But I think of like if we could do that again, Ed, where we could like make a show, program a light rig and put up a camera and play it for people. It looks and, great. Sounds it great. It's fun. Great. Yeah. It sounds great. It's fun because we know people are actually enjoying it. They're actually there. And then so like we're proud of it. And then people get to enjoy it and see it. And then the cherry on top is that we could get interaction in the show. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah. that's my dream come true because we did that where we drive we drive five hours to Charlotte and said eight spend three or four hours setting up the light rig play for nobody and then break it down and go back and set it up again the next day play for nobody and then break it down drive five hours home be like this is the biggest waste of my life (laughs) (laughs) well but you guys did become pretty pro lighting and stage managers because of learning all that oh yeah we we learned we learned everything there is almost almost. but i remember being just like disheartened because we worked so hard and i genuinely like we, I mean, we enjoyed doing it. I enjoyed doing yeah. it, and I genuinely thought what we built was really good as far as a production. It, like, it was the lighting and the audio and like everything we did was like really good. And I like I wanted people to like it because I was like, I think this is good. Am I crazy? But it's just yeah. like it seemed like people didn't even have the the you know the care to even look. You know, hmm. Benny and Eddie, you guys need to. Here's what's on your uh, immediate to do list with a long-term plan of 
figuring out the optimal stream situation in the next six months so we can do a show for the Bitcoin conference in Nashville. True. Oh, there you go. Yeah, or just be a big, I mean, you got Bitcoin Park right there in your backyard. Mm. And you guys may have the in on some uh, decent sized venue if you could. Uh, <laughs> um, decent sized venue, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we can secure be it. Nice to the right people and, uh, you know. Uh, yeah, they're amazing. I was going to. As you, as you were talking, sorry, I was going to say one more thing. As you're, as we're kind of imagining this um, kind of live situation, it reminds me a little bit of the way some of the old jam bands were back in the day. And I don't know how it was kind of like in the jam band era before Dave Matthews band, whether any other of them did this. But there used to be a, a kind of big, huge online community of people that would go to Dave Matthews band concerts and record the whole show, the whole show and distribute it. And it was encouraged by the band and the label. And no one was trying to mm-hmm. shut it down or anything because everyone mm. got a huge kick out of, like, if they couldn't make it to a show, they mm. they were so tuned. They, they were such huge fans. They wanted to, you know, they wanted a little chit-chat yeah, between the songs. And they wanted the obscure, you know, yeah. versions of the happen again. never get played yeah, the, live. The live and, and they wanted to feel like they're in the audience. So, like, the nice mm-hmm. raw, like, mm-hmm. shot. From- yeah. And it was, like, it was, it was in, to the point where the band was, you know, and, the, and it was not, like, prohibited. Everyone mm-hmm. was wanted it you know even the label and stuff i thought that was interesting mm-hmm. that's Don't, another thing that shines about value for value is because there's no like do you have something in your mouth yeah sorry <laughs> because there's because there's no um it's a, it's a white chocolate Reese is so good <laughs> because there's no like you know you got to buy the song or the the show or whatever someone puts out a live thing and it's like why wouldn't we encourage it you know yeah. like yeah send it like with the worth fighting for thing we were talking about earlier there was a part of us that's just like yeah send it we like the song glad you like it we always <laughs> joked we, we always joked back in the day if, if we use like some sort of content from someone else and like we we were, we were always uh joking about if someone comes after us then i think we're doing we're doing well because somebody yes noticed. exactly there you go exactly <laughs> yeah any publicity is good publicity <laughs> exactly because of my i got it going back to what you said about the live thing did you guys happen to check out uh ainsley and just loud's uh live v for v concert i was going on yes i think okay. i'll stayed a little I bit in, I, I saw more of the first one than the second one i kind of yeah yeah I, I didn't see any of the second one really right. see, actually okay. you know what I, I i got the notification for the second one and i clicked it but it never actually came up so i didn't oh, actually see the okay second one. so when you were so did this is what most people are doing. There was about 25 of us in the IRC chat, which is the same one you guys use for um, on your on your website mm-hmm. and whatnot. So that was going. So that was up. I had that up on one of the screen. And then I had uh, Oscar's uh, basically sat counter on another screen. And it was counting everything that was coming in. I don't know if it, I don't think it was counting uh, zaps, but it was definitely counting all boostograms from every, every app and whatnot. And what was cool about it is amongst the 25 of us, which was mostly all either all, you know, V for V podcasters or music cast, you know, music, music casters, we were all kind of just watching what was going on and they had the boost spot in there. And we're, that's what was happening. Like what you're taught, like someone could say something and then it would kind of go away. And then the boost, the boostagram would come in. It was just bananas because you, because the IRC chat was, 
instant when someone sent the boostagram and then it was just a couple seconds later you would see it show up on the in the fountain messages but like watching like three or four boost matches in a row and they're and they weren't low by any means like these are like people dropping ten thousand a hundred thousand like two hundred thousand like someone yeah. some anonymous person dropped a mill you know wow. and was just commenting like yeah that's something you could definitely do with uh with the live where you put your irc chat in there you know your little <laughs> troll room have somebody monitor it, you know kick people out you can i mean yeah i think people I th- out to get nasty you know but i think that um if you could build in just like uh maybe think of it as chat 2.0 with a little bit more functionality of like a poll or something where you could like oh, yeah. have a live dynamic set list where the, you're like, Oh, you know, uh, we'll play, you know, whatever you guys want to hear, you know, you from, from the songs or whatever, you can know, vote for, you know, vote for whatever, vote mm. for uh, boost me or something, yeah, <laughs> you know, and you can have a running total of people like you just incentivize people to boost in a kind of, Oh, that'd be way, perfect. They want perfect. To be. Yeah. So the so you have like, like say three songs that you wanted to play, and wh- whoever boosted those three songs in the poll, that would be the next song mm-hmm. you play. You still got value. You know, you still get value. Out of yeah. It. Yeah. If, it, if I'm not mistaken, Twitch does something kind of like that. Yeah. 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 Because the bits. Yeah, like Kurt does that where yeah you you if you smack him then you get to play like a sound bite or whatever. There's definitely like some good interaction there. Yeah. That, mm-hmm. Yeah. They definitely mastered the uh, mastered that the interaction. <laughs> yeah. Twitch did. Mm-hmm. Awesome. But yeah, just thinking about that, we Ben and I definitely have access to some premium spaces to do this, but obviously we'd have to kind of like work some things out. But what do you think you would do first? What do you think it'd be because it'd be less going on? Would it be like doing a live, um, I don't know, a live jam session and going doing that live just to test the waters and then to see how that runs? And then, well, we do that, we kind of do that on our podcast already. Part of me thinks if we did it, we we could do that and just like actually get Kurt in person and maybe also stream video for mm. a little bit more interaction. Oh, I'll definitely stream video for something. Like that. But the my my one thing I would say is like when I the little bit I got to see of the Costello uh, Angelis show mm. was like with a lockdown camera and just like there's something about it that just feels like not lame. But it was Wednesday, Ben. I think Thursday was they had a lot more pro tech guys on. Okay, they did. Yeah, Wednesday was at the distillery, and then yeah. and then the next night was at the actual where Purple Rain was filmed. Yeah. So like, there, there I don't no know cameras going on. Cool. Yeah, I don't know about the other guys, but I didn't get to see yeah. anything from Thursday because I had a, a previous. Uh, yeah, thing. I just say that to say, in my mind, we already do like a really fun like garage jam thing, and even I if like we put it. video in that, that's even better than like a one shot of like a kind of an okay stage. Like if I, if, if we were going to do like a full send, I, I would, I think what we do now in the garage is fine. Even if we added curtain to the mix somehow with like a midi kit or something, I would still want to stay there. And I would, if we did something more, I would want to go full send, like build a light rig, program it, do like a five yeah. song set. Yeah, have a light show. Or- you would have to have some type of audience too, so that the environment felt right too. Exactly. You wouldn't want it to be too hot. Well, if we can get the people to come back who saw your movie, we'd have plenty. Yeah. <laughs> I I would I would even be fine if, yeah. if we figured out the right tech. Like if we played and like we're we were looking at a massive TV with like the chat on it that we could all read. That's what playing. I was saying. I'd even, be, pro- I'd even be fine playing no one and just watching that. Like we yeah. just send it. Like we have a sick light show. It has great energy. So the like the maybe if it's even just one camera, it still feels awesome. 
kind of like I was saying with our rehearsal. And then in between songs, we just look up and someone's just like, yo, that song was sick. I'm like, thanks, Salty. You suck. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I'll still play it. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I think I think I think uh, a beautiful thing about doing that would be not making it so produced. Obviously, um, like doing a bunch of lighting and stuff could be fun, especially because we do have access to like kind of just making the songs feel like how we want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying, as far as like streaming goes, like we don't have to have like a thousand camera angles. Like I love the idea of having one wide full on rock show. Yeah, if we want to make a full on rock show, we can do that. But yeah, it might not be. We we can also just stream in the garage, and it's just as fun. Mm -hmm. But it it would be cool to kind of like to to maybe schedule something like that down the road and then we'd be able to like look forward to that and point to it and market it practice yeah. a couple times with the garage stream mm-hmm. yeah there you go yeah uh as far as the lighting that you were talking about i had a, a friend that that used to stream on twitch and whenever he got a uh i, I guess it was a donation or a bit bits alert he had he had a his logo in the back this neon logo and uh it would flash or change colors or whatever whenever somebody basically boosted like mm-hmm. you can make it interactive like that with the audience like every time like yeah, someone's gonna boost gram like you'd have like the dorfels logo or something like like something in there like that would just flash like yeah you could just you can have an led screen that just has like a boost go boost <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah possibilities are endless the tech yeah, is all, all there midi is all there yeah could be, could be nice but yeah, we could have a little auto squirt gun where if someone gets the right code, squirts this lead singer in the face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or there's or there's a taser attached to the drum stool if you get the right code or boost the right amount. And like tasers. In it's kind of it's it's kind of like those little like wristbands that like people wear when they're dating long term. Like, like, yeah, like, and they like buzz the like other button. person. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, I did have a couple more questions just off the top of my head. Are we going to hear more uh, of the wives singing coming up the next year? Uh, definitely from my wife. Yes. Awesome. Um, we're trying Kurt's Kurt's wife. We have nobody's heard her yet, but she is like one of the best singers ever. Yeah. Heard. Well, we played some tracks, but maybe not, we haven't yeah. released anything. With Nothing, I mean, we've, we've hardly there. played anything of hers. Nothing honestly. legit. But ho- hopefully, I mean, Mike's been trying to get us to get her on some like kind of duet stuff. Yeah, um, interesting stuff uh, on like, yeah. like outside of City Beach or like in the Dorfel. Oh, I mean, like anything in the Dorfel verse, really. Anything, yeah. anything's game then. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. There I mean, go. yeah. And uh, my wife and I were we, we are always writing and recording stuff. Did you get to record anything today? Uh, we no, we didn't get to, I but we're, we're we're planning on doing something this weekend. Yeah, so. nice. yeah, yeah. I speaking, speaking of that, I had a hard time picking. Like, uh, <laughs> so, let's just say, like, I'm getting down to like my top five for the year and city beach is definitely in there. And the Dorfels is definitely in, in there. And I I'd say on the city beach when I had a hard time picking between feels like home sweats and first Merry Christmas, like, <laughs> like down to the, like, like that's like my number two song. I, I was like, I have no idea. Like I like all of them. I could pretty much make a top 23 of just Dorfels. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite is you. That's I really, yeah. Uh, I like all my favorite city beast though is go. I can't get over that song. <laughs> I like the emotional low song. Is what which one is that? Is that sweats? That's sweats. Yeah, I like sweats yeah. too. I mean I like all of them though. So. Yeah. Use all of them. Oh man. Yeah, I can't I can't help you there because I, I like them all too. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 uh it's hard. It's hard. <laughs> yeah, it's too hard to pick favorite. Yeah, and people, people people ask me that all the time. What's your favorite song? I'm like, 
dude. I don't know. There's no way to answer that because yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I, I change every day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> since, since I'm the coach slash pest, I have to bring it up every time it comes up. The next one on that list, uh, Eddie, or one that's already half made along those lines is um, what you do to me. This is what you do. Whatever the proper title of that one is, that one. Oh, yeah. The next duet one. It's already halfway done. Yeah. There's yeah. two versions and they both slap also. Yep. Classic. I know you guys mentioned this uh, yeah, in your podcast, and that was because of uh, Zach. How, like, what the the metal ish version or the metal version of Angel Beast is that? Uh, oh, gosh. That, that's another cousin Mike that. imaginary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to speak into existence. Here. <laughs> Here, so be, just for you, I'm going into my sticky, my music to do sticky when I or I sit in my studio. I'm going to type it in metal version of Angel, Angel Beast. Beast. Thank you, Ben. Okay. I noticed you did you did a kind of a like a just off the cuff acoustic version of it, but you didn't keep it in the in the pod verse because I went back to try to listen to it. I'm like, oh, he edited it out. <laughs> DJ. <No. laughs> I was like, I'm glad I listened to it. Yeah, that was, that was a live exclusive. Edited out of the podcast episode or still in there? No, no I think at the end, Mike, no, we were like, like the last around. 15 minutes. Like, yeah, you took it yeah. out. Yeah, because yeah. I think yeah. we ended, ended well before that. We I ended think. and then yeah. we were just we were jamming. It was bad, but it was cool, but it was also kind of bad. People like the bad, though. I get yeah. the sense that, you know, it's... V4V people are not looking for perfection. You know no. what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's true. It needs it's to be not rough a... around the edges. It needs yeah, the value for value crowd is not summer produce. But that's it's... where people learn that when you tune in live, like we all do with the people that already do do live, it's like, you're going to miss something if you don't tune in live. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and if there's a funny mistake someone makes, then it turns into part of the lore. And people, the, yeah. only the people that heard it are aware of it, bring it up, and then it becomes yep. a bad joke. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, yeah, because you were – I think you – there was something that was happening with that chorus, and you and you were – I think you got it for a minute, and then something happened. You're like, why was it – like, what was I hitting on that? And someone, like, <laughs> some, well, somebody corrected you, like, and then you played again, like, oh, Yeah. <laughs> Why didn't I know that? I've been playing that so much. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. That'd be good. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to think. There's. I can't think of anything off the top of my head. Off other than that, that was kind of my. That was kind of my main ones. I did have a. Uh, a one I just thought I'd like. Are you familiar with that? Uh, that um, show. It's called Jam in the Van. They go to Austin. They go to Nashville. They go to different places, and basically they. I, I guess they could be V for V vans because they're not they're not signed from from what I know, but yeah, they just they have this um uh R V and they put a band in there and they just jam out for like, I don't know, a couple songs and then it's just film it's like filmed like it's live and they upload it. But mm-hmm. that's the name of the that's the name of the show. It's called Jam in the Van. Never heard, heard of it. it. Never heard of it. Sounds crazy. I yeah. think I have. And yeah. was, I've seen some videos of. Didn't was, Walk the Moon do a video that's like kind of that, where they like stuffed a little studio into a van? Well, yeah. I know a few artists that I follow that have albums that are literally it says you know, jam in a van, and that's oh. like their album. Huh? Is, Wasn't there like an early right? YouTube channel or something that was a little like that? It was like live at Scotty's or something, and it was it was this nice looking studio that a bunch of different bands just came in and they streamed. I have to look that up to see, but kind I of the same. Cool. Like Tiny Desk also did this very. Yeah, it's thing. similar to Tiny that. Desk, I've heard of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and enough when they rolled through Nashville, if you guys were just like, "Why not?" <laughs> no, I haven't seen them out like that, but I've seen them <laughs> on 
on that. Were they the just- Nashville vibe, like music, if a thing like that came through, like uh, someone like us being where we are would never get access to that. There's some manager who knows some guy in Nashville who's going to like get first dibs on that. Like, <laughs> yeah, because the bands that I've seen in that are um, the – the guy from Wolfpack, uh, Leo, what's uh, mm-hmm. Theo Katzman? Katzman. Yeah, Leo Katzman. Leo Katzman. Yeah, yeah. And I've also seen some reggae bands that I like. Um, yeah, there's uh, definitely reggae bands in there. Yeah, right there's mm-hmm. so I've seen some artists that I I really like that have gone, but they're like, they're they're doing okay, okay, not like not Taylor Swift, but like they're doing okay in the mainstream, you know. Right. It's yeah. like they're like bands that you would you would expect to play in like I don't know like. Lollapalooza or something like kind of like the ones mm-hmm. that are on the second and third stages, yeah, kind of stuff. Like they're yep. still up there, but they're not like at the main stage, mm-hmm. like, right? Yeah, kind of stuff. Yeah. Very interesting. Um, well, I was gonna ask the, I was gonna ask your your wife, Shredward, but since she's not here, you can ask her for me. Okay. Um, so because you guys are already huge as a family to begin with, like how many brothers and sisters did she bring over from her side? Oh, uh, she, great question. She, uh, <laughs> she, she only has eight siblings. <laughs> Jeez. Eight? Man. Yeah, yeah. Christmas is expensive, <laughs> we found out. It's a cluster. So how many, so like brothers and sisters? Like, um, okay. Uh, you know, big families is kind of hard to keep track of everything. I, I want to say she has... I think she has three sisters and then four. Wait, no, yeah. four sisters and four brothers because that's nine kids. Wow. Yeah, wow, mm, four and five, right? And then TJ, yeah. how many did did your wife bring over? Uh, well, I have four kids of of my own, and now a fifth. No, one. he's asking about Brianna. No, about like her her. If your wife had brothers and sisters, also. oh, I see. Um, no, she has two brothers and one sister. Wow. So so Adam Adam was right. You guys are really creating a dynasty. Yeah. We actually uh yesterday we were we were talking about this yesterday. My wife and I um we were talking about how many aunts and uncles our kid will have on her oh. side and my side and it totals to I think t- 27. Oh my god. And <laughs> so you know about Mike's family too, right? A little bit. Like uh Yeah, Mike Mike, Mike uh, comes from a, yeah. uh let me think was it seven boys or seven girls and one boy, Mike? Right? Yeah. Wow. You're the oldest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we had nine boys, one girl. They had seven girls, one boy. So when we went to their house, everything, everything evened then, out. Yeah. Yeah. Say, that made it, that made it fun and even. Yeah. 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 We had some incredible winter points. soccer games. Yeah. We used, to, we used to go hard at things. Girls versus boys. Let's go. Exactly. Yeah. We, yeah, we did. Yeah. <laughs> and then hard. we would all play hockey too. That was kind of fun. Oh yeah, definitely. I I I said this on uh, I I forgot what episode it was, but it was shortly after you guys did the the your podcast where it was uh, your mom's birthday. I think that was like in like a couple days, and I was like, "Well, that's mom of the year." I don't know how she does it. Mm-hmm. Mama, mama, <laughs> that mama definitely needs some boost. Mm-hmm. Was that the first first jam show for some it reason? Might have been. My mind like that, maybe not. No, that was the first oh. jam that we did live though, because we were interacting with mom. Like, mom, what do you want to hear for your birthday? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. And someone made the joke, gravity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I I never knew mom hated that song. I would have <laughs> called it. I would have called it a lot less at the like you know twelve a.m. bar gig. <laughs> Although it was easy to just burn ten minutes because I could just solo for eight of it. 
Mm. Well, it's gravity. You guys will take a solo. <laughs> a really long solo. Oh, and then also, I think your mom made the comment. She said, she's like, I don't want to ever hear uh, big balls. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I yeah, Kurt, <laughs> Kurt is the, the family jester. He plays the role of the family jester, and he his role is to get underneath the skin at the right time of the right time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah cause she she made, she said in the comments she's like, I don't want to hear any song about balls or That's hilarious. It's like that song's like a plane crash. You can't turn it off. You can't look away. <laughs> yeah. Wow. You know, sometimes Kurt sometimes. does stuff like that, and uh, for for anybody wondering. This is like a fun side note, but me, Ed, and a bunch of buddies actually made a movie, which was like a dream come true. Like, we was dreamed of making a movie, but we actually made a legit movie, and we premiered it, and we thought it was amazing. It's like a joke. It's kind of like a dark Christian comedy. It's really funny. And but we heard a lot of... And yeah. we heard a lot of people like got kind of mad at us because we did it like really good. Like the cinematography is good. The editing, the video is really good. And people are mad. They're like, like the quality is so good, but the movie sucks. <laughs> so they're mad that like we didn't use the good quality to make something like good, you know? And sometimes that's how I feel about Kurt. He's like, I'm like, Kurt, like the beat is actually kind of good. And like every, you're, you're being creative, but then you just slap these dumb words in there. <laughs> <laughs> well, it makes sense that you guys made a horrible movie then. That was really great quality. <laughs> it, yeah, it was homeschool humor, if you've ever, if you are familiar with the genre, Salty. Overkill homeschool humor. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> oh, man. So, for, well, since we got 2024 pretty much soon, uh, Monday, Monday, Monday's. Yeah, Monday, Monday. Yeah, Monday, I think. Mm. Um, you guys got what do you guys got planned for New Year's with everything going on? Anything special or classic Dorful plans? I don't know what anyone's plans are. <laughs> we we were never very honestly, we were never really festive, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were always I mean. playing gigs. Yeah, we were always holidays. we were always like the entertainment for everyone yeah. else having fun. That's true. I gotcha. <laughs> yeah, like someone said, What's like one of your family Christmas traditions you do every year? And we were like, uh play, mom makes play at a bar. <laughs> play at sloppy Joe? Yeah. <laughs> Literally. I think we did no joke. I think we played at a bar from seven till midnight on Christmas Eve one time. Wow. What are we doing? This is terrible. <laughs> I think we did that a couple the times. Shrimp shack? Yeah, okay. yeah, let's go. But, but uh, we used to always play in the keys at, for New Year's Eve, though, right? Yeah, like three. We did that one. Straight. We did that one fun show at Hawks K, where they 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 had like a thirty thousand dollar fireworks show out on this pier, and nice. then we played from like West, nine yeah. till midnight, and then we played like our closing song with like the manager standing there, with the and we we planned like a break at the end of the song where we could kind of like solo and vibe. So that we would end the song with like a ten second, like a ten second countdown, like yeah. nice. ten, it was it was really fun. But anyways, this year we are well, we I think we'll be podcasting. Yeah, uh, New Year's Eve. I okay. was just talking to my wife about that. That that's what I'd like to do. So I mean, what better out. what better way to go to twenty twenty four? That's what I was thinking. End of end of the year live stream. Yeah, mm. end of the year live stream. I, that'd be awesome. I'll, I got. I will be doing absolutely nothing. So yeah, if you guys do it, I'll be in the chat. 
sick. And we have a perfect song for it that we need to we use. Do. We do. Oh my song. god, that Ben wrote. The song's kind of garbo, but no, the song's it. fun. It's fine. What one is it? It's, it's called New Year's. Oh boy, this is a new one for me. Nope, you mm. know it. You've heard uh, it. I, I mean, I, I have it right here. Do we need to preview it? Yes. Don't do yeah, it. preview it. Exclusive, oh, right? Here. Exclusive. Exclusive. Let's go. All right, let me mix the volumes up here. It has a good vibe. It does have a good vibe. Just the lyrics are a little bit, a little bit dry. While you're pulling that up, Keith. While you're pulling it up. Oh, oh sorry. <laughs> there it goes. Headphones necessary. New Year's here, and we got no fear. It's the ball creates this atmosphere. I'm right here to hold you, cause it's much too cold to be here without my warm embrace. I will only get in closer to that time and to that place where I'll lean right in to kiss you, and then I get to say, Happy New Year! But I think you could rewrite the lyrics in about an hour and make them better. <laughs> <laughs> See, I agree with you, Ed. So get, you know, get it done before Sunday. <laughs> you know what, Ed? No, scrap, scrap that. Give it to Atlantis. She could write the lyrics. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Atlantis, Atlantis is the lyric queen. <laughs> there you go. Writing all the hitters. So. Yeah, big hit. There you go. Yeah, it's got a good vibe. <clears throat> you know what's funny with with the Dorful verse itself? Like every every body that's got kind of their own package. You know, like City <laughs> Beach, Curtis Drums, TJ. You know, then the door. You know, then the Dorful verse, and then Ben. Obviously, like you all have a distinct sound. Like if you listen, if you've heard you guys enough, like I can tell, like that's a Curtis drums track, like, or this is a city beach track, or this is a, this is a Dorfels, this is a Dorfel track. It's pretty awesome. That, like as much as you guys are to get, like been together your whole life, you, you, you can still do separate things, but still it under the underline. It's still like, you know, the Dorfels under. It's not under like the Jonas there. brothers where like one of them comes out their song. You're like, which one is this? And they all, and they all help on each other's solo projects too. So it might be mainly one, but it always gets run by the brain trust. Doesn't yep. it? <laughs> speaking of, Hey, Benny, uh, speaking of Ben songs, um, I got a shout out f- from cousin Gretch when I was chit chatting with her. She said that she wanted uh, to hear Night Shift. And is, it, is there a releasable version of that? Mm, I think so. Mm, is, think that, so. is that in the library, Teach? I got so, it right here. In the library. Oh, okay. it's just... not, not for now, just for like future considerations. I, I, I can't that. remember if it is finished. Guys, we're happy. This is turning into a Dorful podcast quick. Maybe we, we should read it. <laughs> so, you know what, Salty? This is our podcast yeah. now. The so, guys, what do you want to read? I'm just, just rename it. it. Don't, don't, you can't invite one Dorful to your house either. They all show up. Yeah, yeah. I, hey, I said it was open door. Anybody could come. Yeah. Oh, Salty, man. you can just rename this episode the Dorfulverse episode 17. <laughs> featuring Salty. No, Salty. No, okay, it has to be 19. I have a question for Salty. Salty, did you get. Did you listen to the to the episode with our dad? And if you did, did you make it through the entire thing? 
Um, I'm, I'm gonna have to go. I don't know if I did. I'm gonna <laughs> have to. Really, it was wise. five or six, or six or seven, I think, wasn't it? Okay. I'll because go back. Long. I'll go back and listen. Yeah, he. Uh, <laughs> episode nine. He can talk till the cows come home. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> that's all right. Yeah, I'll listen. I'll listen to it, it and was, then I'll tell you I made it all the way one. through it. Great. <laughs> it was good. We he, he he had been roasting them uh, for how how the, for you know some uh, details around the edges of the origin story. There had been uh-huh. a little bit of pushback, so that there needed to be a clarification session yeah. so that the record is great yeah. oh wait i did look okay now i know what you're talking this one you're talking about yeah i did i did make it through great. that one okay great <laughs> nice salty i have a question for you okay. um what what was like your introduction to dorful everything um boostagram ball cool. and then um then there wasn't really a place to go find more more of just that one track until uh, I went on LM Beats and then noticed that you guys started uploading to the index, and then it started getting published there. I was like, "Oh, there's more than one song. That's great. That mm-hmm. hope they have more than one song." Mm-hmm. And then that was uh, the main part about the sorry to cut you off, but to uh, add to that point, that was the the origin idea of the podcast was the drip strategy of mm-hmm. one by one by one, and that's mm-hmm. you know we figured that people would come perfect. looking for more. Yeah. Yeah, that that was a that was a great strategy because yeah, because you did you did it really slow, and I was like, God, there's more. Like every one of these is good. I hope someone else plays. I hope he, Adam plays it because at the time there wasn't anybody else doing music shows, so I was like, mm-hmm. it was, so that was my first introduction. And then once I started my show, I I just went all in. I was like, all right, if there's more, I'm gonna play it. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That is speak, awesome. Um, yeah, speaking of that, and there was oh, man, I just I forgot what I was gonna ask. It had something to do with the podcast. Um, I can't think of it right now. I'll come back. I'll come back to it. Um, yep. No, I'm not trying to have dead air. I'm trying. I'm just. Oh, DJ, I got since I got cut off that time when podcasting 2.0 was going on. I was talking to the other guy. Yeah. I honestly don't remember a lot of that conversation because I was trying to listen to Dave and Adam. But mm-hmm. what did I told you that I was playing um, my high polished nose? On the Christmas episode, what did you what did you say in the chat? Because after I think I got blocked and I couldn't see what you replied back. Oh, I was just told. I just said I'd I'd let Kurt know, and that that's freaking awesome. You know? oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I, don't, yeah. I don't think he. I don't think he know I play. He knows I played it, but you want to let I, him know I, I, I played. Yeah, it. Yeah, I thought I mentioned it to Kurt, but he was kind of uh, tuned into his Twitch stream or whatever. So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so he's probably like, oh, cool. Yeah, cool. <laughs> kind of like I've been uh, waiting. Uh, like for a, a re, like I've been trying to figure like how can I fit that song in because it's 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 quirky mm-hmm. but it but and uh, I'm trying to like I was like hmm I was like I think it would work for Christmas high polished nose everyone you know everybody's mm-hmm. people got a cold you know it makes sense mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. kids are on that same wavelength they call it the frosty the snowman song oh, okay yeah see oh. that that's kind of what I was thinking like maybe that was his like no to like you know Rudolph kind of thing. My high polished nose. I don't yeah. know. I actually liked it because I like the old timey. I like that old timey thing in the background. That old guy singing. Yeah, <laughs> I love that too. I also love all the harmonies. Like, oh my gosh, people don't make a lot of music like that. No, it reminds me of. I don't know if you guys are gamers, but it reminds me of the music they play in uh, Fallout uh, Four. I think it is. Yes, yeah, they I play a lot of music from. I think yep. the fifties era mm-hmm. in there. Yeah, we are definitely gamers, by the way. Gamers, are you? Are you a gamer, salty? Oh yeah, I have been since 
forever. Yeah. <laughs> What's your go-to? What's your go-to? Oh, yeah, please tell Can us. Can we games? Okay. Uh, right now, I've been playing a lot of... I went back and started playing Halo Infinite because they, they improved it um, cool. some. So I play that a lot. Just firefight. I don't like playing against other people because they're 12-year-olds. They're better than me. <laughs> dude i love that that's how i feel and you like to have fun when you play so yeah. i like to have fun rage quit. yeah yeah uh i play you that can't rage quit if you never play against anybody else <laughs> oh i'm so bad i like i play grand theft auto online in my own uh, lobby so that nobody can mess with me i can do all of my missions <laughs> oh my god and then and then i think my then my other third go-to is probably like i'll play rocket league every now and then oh bro ben and mike are hardcore you guys are gonna have to play now oh there we yeah. go yeah or do, or what do you guys play on i play on pc i play on pc too oh, oh that perfect then that yeah i can play i'm on xbox so yeah you can uh yeah you can do a, a multi at least Let's with that game you can. Get some oh, yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah. yeah. Um. You. What other? You guys play uh, uh, Battlefield at all? I'm Battlefield I, Five and Battlefield the newer one. The 20, I've been. I'm literally texting with Joe right now about playing Battlefield 2042 after this. <laughs> I, like, I like it actually, but I always go back to five because mm-hmm. the the uh, the environment and the sounds in there are just so incredible. Mm. Like yeah. the. The way that was the way they made that. I don't know. Yeah. That's kind of a fun one to go always go back to. Yeah, mm-hmm. me and my buddy Chris, that's our we when we have time, we play Battlefield Five a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like that one. I, I grinded forever on there just to get to Lieutenant Colonel. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> forever. Let's go. Cool. <laughs> Finally, a lot of a lot of people who uh, in podcasting 2.0, and this is probably a good thing, but um, they don't play video games because there's no time. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is true. And yeah, we don't, the developers I don't, play video games. Yeah. Oh yeah. But, uh, you know, and none of us get to play like a ton, I'd say, but we like to play when we, you know, we like to be like, you know what, uh, we're going to live in the moment here and do something we enjoy and not be like, I have to be productive 99.9% of the time. <laughs> we, we would be, we would be foolish to not mention that we do have a winning organization in NHL 24 oh, called the Buffalo Butchins. Oh. <laughs> We've been playing the NHL game since, I mean, I have personally it's since so like NHL 98. 98 there you go every game since then almost mm-hmm. and I think, it's a scam i think the last yeah. nfl game i played was like on the nes i just like playing <laughs> that side scroller it was fun mm. oh man uh, yeah that's awesome cool now i got something i can uh yeah now i got somebody i can play with it won't you know that's not 12 that'll <laughs> my butt later no uh, <laughs> we'll be whining with you like these darn 12 year olds yeah oh yeah. my gosh aimbot turn it off have aimbots, yeah. Like, why is this guy's rank so high? And you see that he just created his account like five days ago. I'm like, how is that possible? <laughs> Yo, right, right before this, right, right before this podcast, I was just like going crazy with the the Xbox Elite Series Two controller. Mm-hmm. So my my wife got me one for Christmas, and the the nice. RB button was just broken right out of the box. So I went and returned it, got another one, same exact thing, RB mm-hmm. button broken. So I was up there just taking it apart, like cleaning it up, and I actually got it working. But it was just like. Nice. What is this thing? There's something with that. If, if I could, if, if I, I don't want to, I can't take my camera. Well, actually, I'll do that now. I'll, I'll, show, you, I'll show you guys. This. <laughs> I have a wall up here of all my Xbox controllers that have broken over the years. Oh my! It's all, it's all from that stupid button, the RB button. What? Oh, yeah. My. So if you look up, so if you look up here, yep. So okay. right up there, those ones, and then I got. Oh my gosh! Up there, the graveyard. 
Yeah, and then I then I got this one that's on my desk that I haven't put up there yet. Uh, <laughs> it's, yeah. uh, it was from like, the uh, Xbox for making quality controllers. We appreciate you. Yeah, all my Xbox One controllers still work yeah. perfectly. Yes. All my Series mm-hmm. X ones are breaking. Not as bad as yeah, so. I don't know why, but it's all it's it's the RB button. So then I have to uh, change the mapping on it because that's usually a, a melee button. So then I have to change that melee button to a different button mm-hmm. to get around that. And that's it broke during um, Gears of War. That, mm. it was a well, hey, a, li- a little bit of el- rubbing alcohol goes a long way. That I ended up fixing both the controllers that I that was, that were broken. Hmm. I don't know. You only that. learned this on a podcast. but you got to take it apart. It's just a little scary. Yeah. Ed, can I you wish- fix the PS5 controller that has drift? Yeah, yeah I, I know how to fix can. drift too. Yes. I've had that happen too. Yeah, I've had that happen on the mm-hmm. wait, there we go. Yeah, I've had that happen on the on the right stick. Mm-hmm. Like I yep. always get drift because that's yeah. the most used one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now like I, I don't expect a controller a controller to last forever. Because like we all mm-hmm. complain, oh my controller is getting drift and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh no, you, you need an excuse while. too. You need but a when it's brand new. I, yeah, like, brand new. Come on. I wish Microsoft was too. value for value so we could just like send them a, like a one sat boost and say your controllers are garbo that would be great i'd have a whole bunch of boosts to send them <laughs> yeah. they'd get our money one way or another mm-hmm. yeah dude this wow. has been fun man thanks for having us um i hope you don't mind me like talk to you for like super long yeah <laughs> no I, I thought you guys would have to go so i was just trying to keep the conversation going <laughs> oh it's been awesome yeah. Yeah. No. I think we need we, we need more of this kind of stuff. More. You know. Semi regularly. Uh, we definitely. I think there's definitely like a market, if you want to call it that, for, um, you know, V for V kind of like live music events, even around here in yeah. that or not. Oh, yeah. Not um, I I wonder what a value for value like 100 percent value for value show would look like. Like yeah. you know, the door is free except like value for value. Like yeah. Like you go in. Mm-hmm. but i like i don't know how you well, do that well because like here, here's the thing and ben ben and i have been to a ton of these like the, the classic thing to do around nashville is you get with a bunch of other like kind of indie bands who are kind of mm-hmm. just trying to do stuff and then mm-hmm. you try to sell tickets to a super tiny venue the, t- the venue kind of blows usually like they, they don't have great audio and then you have a couple people come out you spend tons of time marketing tons of time setting up and then you go do it it's like this all this work and then like the payout is kind of like Thirty, yeah. Then like, the payout is thirty people show up and they say that was cool. Maybe you got some good pictures out of it. I don't know, but it's like, how, how do we do live events that actually have like some meaning and like bring value to both, you know, parties, like yeah. the viewer and well, the... the thing with value for value is you don't do something unless you want to because you don't have to. Part of right. me is like, yo, let's go grab two or three more value for value artists, and when Curry is ready to like have a legit like value for value show kind of like he does boostagram just have each artist ready to let he takes their feed and like streams it live into boostagram and then you have you have one band playing i was thinking about beats, but you know and then, then <laughs> let's, they yeah, let's start with upbeats let's do it but you still do it remote like we just send someone a feed and then they're streaming into their show and it's a value for value oh, live show and then after our 30 minute set is done yo thanks guys stay on the channel this guy's coming up and then they switch over the feed to this other guy who's who has a feed ready for them to take and stream yeah and then the then the wallet switching technology is all taking it's you know doing what it does so i don't want to like uh actually booberry has already called me uh from behind the schemes and his music scenes before schemes he's already called me and asked if the dorfels would be wanting to do a like a 30 minute set on and do exactly what you just said that's it oh that's sweet yeah 
So, and I, I was just like, yeah, let's get through the holidays and keep talking about it. Because <laughs> it, exactly. yeah, it was like, you know, I was like, let me yeah, deliver really a couple more. <laughs> uh, yeah. But, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Uh, did you, did you guys know that um, uh, his name's Sir Bembrose? Did you see what he's doing? Uh, what's he doing? I know who he is. Okay. So, you know how you have the, the 24 7 no agenda stream that's always up? Yes. He's making a side piece to that. And it's going to, and it, he, and he asked people for permission first, but he's, uh, uh, he asked, he was like, I'm going to make a 24 seven value for value music podcast stream on the no agenda on the, off the no agenda stream. It's still going to be no agenda, but it'll be like no agenda stream slash music. <laughs> yeah. And, and I, he asked me, uh, well, he asked everybody and I was like, yeah, man, put that in there. Cause think of the audience that's in there. And if you just talk about modern podcast apps enough in your show and where to find it, like, and you, that's an incredible audience to grab if they if they start listening. Then we could bring the no agenda audience into V uh, for B music also. It's also like a workaround too because it would be nice if one of the apps like Ellen Beats or whatever could do just like a um, one after another maybe random shuffle of what exists out on the B, v for V universe. But it doesn't really seem like that happens. But that would be kind of like that thing that would create you, that yeah, sort of. Are you yeah. talking about the music show? Second? Yeah, like on here. Uh-huh. Yeah, because can you? So, like right here. So this is this is Ellen Beats, and if you go to music show tabs, this is everybody that has music shows. But there, there isn't like the thing that you're talking about. If you just play Ellen Beats Radio, it's just gonna play. As far as I'm tracking, it's just playing everybody's music uh, yeah. index. I think every once in a while, I might grab an episode. I'm not sure, but not not too often. Mm-hmm. It's usually just music that's in the index. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So there is something like that that exists. I thought there was, but I. I but it's 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 not bound by like genres or songs. It, like and it doesn't get the so podcast crazy. app either, does it? Just ellenbeats.com. Right. It's just I on ellenbeats.com yeah. under the music ta- uh, music shows tab. But it doesn't. But it doesn't start. It's weird. It's like it's not a twenty four hour running stream unless you click on like the the ellenbeats specific music player because that's just it just runs through everything that's in ellenbeats. Yeah ginormous library that they have yeah, so far yeah. mm-hmm. which is just the index essentially yeah yeah it's essentially the index so if yeah. it does grab a someone's music podcast it, it'll probably pop up i just never i've skipped yeah. enough i've i've gone through it trying to find new music i'm like that's <laughs> gonna take me forever so but i've and i it did pull up i think i think it pulled up uh sir libre's one time and just doing it random yeah um, yeah hmm yeah, but yeah, you yeah. have to initiate the stream. It's not like it's this. It's not like a, a stream, like no agenda stream. Where yeah, it's, it's not a live stream. Yeah, it's not a live stream. It's just a stream. So the music tag is going to be critical for Bemrose's project if he's going to automate that in some way, right? Yeah, because it would be probably impossible to like line up every track manually to be in advance of a twenty four seven thing, unless mm-hmm. you know you'd probably yeah. want to just be able to dump a, a, a you know an index of of songs to organize yeah because the way that did you see this how they had the split set up on the on the ainsley and just louds thing like so when it was just ainsley it was like everybody that was involved that got a split and then once just loud they just the top two switched from ainsley to like just loud getting the big you know the bigger part because it was his turn to be on stage and ainsley then everybody else on there so i guess if you didn't want to do it per song, I guess you could do it for the members of the band playing that music. So you'd have, I guess he would carve out a block 
of the people for the splits in that time frame. I guess that's how that'd be one way to do it. Yeah, I think it'd probably have to be the the split of the song, wouldn't it? Because you wouldn't really be able to realistically tweak the splits for everything for every single track that you put in a twenty four hour stream. You know, you'd probably have to have that auto. Oh, this is going to be a twenty four hour. Well, the, I'm talking about what you were talking about. What Bemrose was trying to do is to make a twenty four oh. hour music. Oh, stream. yeah, there's not gonna that no, already set just... up per your episodes, or because it's already set up. Oh, for like, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. What he's doing is just to. From my understanding, it was just to run a, a music stream off the no agenda stream because there's such a huge audience. And if there's enough pe- and it's just going to be the music shows. It's not going to be music. It's just going to be the music shows. And if there's enough, and if enough people, which a lot of us do, repeat like where you can find it and listen to it, like it'll mm-hmm. bring yeah. that ginormous audience over to, uh, mm-hmm. you know, even though Adam's talking yeah. about it, but if they're so, actually, so like, yeah, they're not playing music, just music shows. Correct. No, he's saying yeah. music. Oh, you're saying music shows? Yeah, not yeah. music. Oh, I okay. I misunderstood. Sorry. Yeah, I just I just understood that clearly too. Mike. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, he's he. That's why he asked. He asked for uh, asked permission from like the ones. He's like, hey, I want to make sure this is okay. I don't want to put everybody's stuff out there because there's, you know what? Though? That's no, not bad. No it's probably no better split. actually. Yeah, no. it is better. It's better than random because it's better curated it already. Yeah, yeah, it's curated and music show people are full buy in for the whole it's value curated. for value music system. And they're good about like repeating it. Hey, check out 2.0 apps. Hey, check mm-hmm. out these. Check out these other music shows. Hey, and like and pointing people, and identifying the artists and the tracks yes. and all that. Yes. Yeah. Uh, as opposed, the DJs to are random. the algorithm. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> I love that. I'm going to use that. <laughs> We're taking back. Take back the algorithm. Yeah. Take, take back, back power. power. <laughs> yeah. Kill AI. <laughs> they're not worthy. <laughs> Oh, I love it. Uh, oh, actually, hey, uh, Ed, I got something I want to show you because you guys were talking about gaming. It's sitting here in the corner. Hang on a second. Okay. Look at this piece. I like his setup. It's got the nice gaming chair. It's great. Oh, I'm trying to find a, ni- a nice chair for my office where the arms go up. So when I have a guitar, it's not like clunk. All right. Um, I, don't know. I don't know how big of fans you guys are Halo, but I do have this. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Nice. No, turn that light on. That's awesome. I love I that. used to collect. I've actually collected every except for the very first one, the first Xbox that came out. I don't have the the iridescent green original Xbox that was the Halo edition, but I have all the Halo editions up until then. Except nice. for the except for the newest one, except the except for the Xbox came out cuz I was just I, I couldn't get it. I couldn't get one at the time that it came out. I was like, mm-hmm. ah, I don't need it. Yeah, yeah. I I'll, just get a regular, I'll just get a regular. Uh, yeah, I, called now. I mean, I we we didn't do. I mean, we we played Halo in the early days. I remember playing a lot of Halo on the Xbox, like in the in the RV, yeah, driving on the road, which was original, original. Halo. Halo. Yeah, and then 360. I think it was just kind of normative at that point. <laughs> you know. <laughs> You yeah, just, like, you're like, want to play Xbox? Like, yeah, and you just turn it on, you just play Halo. Like, like yeah, it, <laughs> Xbox should have been just only Halo installed. <laughs> it should have. I mean, that was pretty much the flagship for yeah. what ten years. years at least. Yeah, literally. Crazy. Well, I thought I was good at Halo because I played that when it first came out, and then like you know, ten years later, someone's like, "Oh, Halo!" I'm like, get on, I get murdered instantly. I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. The, this isn't the yeah. same. Yeah, <laughs> I instantly got worse. As- more people came on. Yeah, yeah that's it. That's it. definitely <laughs> it. And then I got older, and they got, they were quicker, I guess. Mm. <laughs> Our reflexes are dying. I love yeah. it. Oh man. But yeah, that. I, yeah, I think I think that stream will be a good 
uh, I don't know, barometer, I guess, to like no agenda listeners. Like, because yeah, if they, if they, if they don't want to go to the other, cause people are, you gotta remember people kind of inherently lazy mm-hmm. and, you know, and want something that's easy. So mm-hmm. that stream, if they're already on no agenda, the no agenda side, anyway, either doing art or whatever. And then they see that stream, like, no oh, music stream. What's this? I'm already on here, you know, and they check it out and that just opens it up to, yeah, you know, that audience and yeah if they want to you know if they want to get on an app and figure it out like you mm-hmm. definitely say it numerous times how to find it and yeah mm-hmm. the artists are that, that makes me think you uh, need to pump out those episodes there's mm-hmm. only five of you that are like <laughs> uh regular with it you know yeah yeah i know there's only i yeah you're right there's only about five of us that do that are consistent i'd say consistent mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah question yeah. um what has it been like for you to kind of, if, I mean, if you've done it at all to, to bring, I guess, normies into like the V4V. Mm, great question. Um, like what mm. has your experience been with that? Well, Oh, if, if someone's actually asked me or anything like through a boost message or, 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 or if, if you're trying to get a friend or like even just like a listener, like a fan of music, trying to get your cousin, you know, somebody. Yeah. <laughs> um, hmm. Well, I guess if I've been trying to tell people that like, hey, there's something that's not commercial, that's not doesn't sound like anything you've ever heard before, and there's artists get, and I just try to explain to them like, imagine getting like uh, an instant notification, but in, but in money, mm-hmm. of like how your track how your track is like, how would you be interested? And they're like, how's that possible? And then I'm like, well, there's this thing, and then I then I would give them the mm-hmm. I give them like the the apps that I'm using, like like first one I would say is like Fountain. Mm-hmm. Only, but I do. But only reason I say fountain first is because then those people that are brand new to it actually can earn sats while they listen and, yeah, and mm-hmm. double blow their mind away. And then once yeah. they're getting more familiar with it, like then they can move to Podverse and Podcast Guru, whatever yeah. their mm-hmm. flavor is. You know, yeah. I think and it's got the integrated wallet, which makes it, yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, for for us, at least for getting like people to listen, not necessarily artists. Like the, I think the biggest challenge for us has been you, you tell people about it and then they're just really hesitant because it's a new app. It's not like already, it's not all already installed in their phone and they're all like exactly. weird about it. I, and it just makes me laugh because not Apple. Yeah. I, yeah. I just <laughs> tell them, I'm like, it's a very simple app. It's like very easy to use. And people are just so scared of like something new. Yeah, I, and, I, and, and like and like you were saying, like people are pretty lazy too. They want to be like really fast. Yeah, I'm running into I'm running into people too. They're like, I'm just done with downloading new apps. I'm tired of yeah, it. I run it out a ton too. Like, oh, another that, app. I'm like that too. Yeah. And one thing I ran into recently too is people. I think people like the walled garden of Apple and Google. Yeah, yeah. they don't yeah. want there just to be any riffraff available that anyone can make and throw up there. They like. It to be people like to be sheep. People yeah, like, yeah. like it. Yes, yeah, so they like to be herded. Yeah, mm-hmm. odd. Yeah. Um. <laughs> this reminds me of like the no agenda thing. Like, shut up, slave. Yeah. Another thing that like uh, I use also to tell them is uh, uh, there's no ads here. There's no ad reads. Yeah. There's no sponsors. There's no, yeah, there's no subscription price. Yeah. There's no mm-hmm. subscriptions. They're like, what? It's free. I'm like, yeah. And you can earn sats just for listening to it. Like you get paid to, you could get paid literally to listen to this for like, it's, it's, it's hour yeah. for like the day. It's, it's weird. Like people are so used to things, how they are right now, even yeah. with, even with like the whole Bitcoin space, 
like my uh, Kurt and I, we we have a, a mobile carrier for our phones mm-hmm. called Helium Mobile, and mm-hmm. you basically your phone mines in the background and you it mines helium. It's a it's a cryptocurrency, I've heard and of it. yeah, and people like I tell people that and they instantly get all sketched out. I'm I'm like, out. hey, I'm I'm paying five dollars a month for this. So I mean, yeah, you're, and you're, and it and it pays for you even make money because it's yeah, mining. Yeah, and it's like, but people are so like they're they're so used to things being like. Oh, it needs to be branded. It needs to mm-hmm. be, it needs to have the official stamp of like, you know, like mm-hmm. the government says this is good. And yeah. like whoever, right. you know, or, yeah. or whoever that is like, yeah. like confirming it's, it. it's a wonder that Samsung has even made it in the smartphone world because Pete, like you say you have a Samsung and people are like, you don't have an yeah, iPhone. Yeah. People give you the weirdest looks when they find out. Adam's been talking about this for, for a while. I was going like, to say, Adam was just talking about the green church group chat. Yeah. They're like, who's that? Who's that? A uh, green icon. Yeah, exactly. And then, and then Samsung, Samsung made that amazing video talking about the RCS chats, why it's actually Apple's fault that everyone can't just have data messaging. And then it blew up and now Apple's switching those turds. Yeah. But yeah, it's just, it's crazy to me how people, yeah. So I guess people, when I tell people about V for V and I'm trying to like get them to listen to our podcast or whatever, they just, they, it's so hard to get people to, to listen. Cause they, they almost think like little, like, like kind of like, they they look down on you because you're not They're like on a platform. They think, yeah. I know, I, I yeah. know. They they look at you like you're you're not on Apple. <laughs> yeah, you can't come to this party. No, <laughs> with my Apple Podcast app. Why do I need another one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I don't know. That's that's. I think there's always going to be the the Sam, Samsung or Android versus Apple fight. That's been going yeah. on since like even the first. Yeah. I I owned the first iPhone when it came out because it was different and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, after a couple of years, I, then I realized that the battery is designed to, to fail die. after, yeah, yeah. you know, eight months. I'll give it eight or nine months. And then you're forced to buy another one because there's no way to take, I mean, to replace it, you know, mm-hmm. whatnot. And that was their model. It's like, to, well, that's why we're coming up with this other one because it's going to last 10 months. It's, it's 0.2 millimeters thinner. So you have hey, to get it. Once they started yeah. having prescription plan. Your once, they, once they started having major um OS updates like every year, I was like, I'm, I'm, this is ridiculous. Yeah, that's and not major OS every three months. And they had to have a giant like an announcement like on video and all this stuff. Like, what the new OS oh, is like? Ugh. Salty, I'll mean I'll have to send you a video that me and Ed shot of me like jokingly going through oh, uh, Mac OS Monterey when it came out. It's hilarious. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember like, that. Like, because when you get a new OS, it says, "Hey, check out the new features." So I'm like, "Here, I record this." And so, like, we click, and I click on the first feature, and it's like, new feature, take a quick note. I'm like, you, you updated the whole OS, and now I can take a quick note. Beautiful feature. Great. <laughs> That's, no one's been able to take notes, and now you've done it, Apple. Thank quick. you. Yeah. Quickly. And then another one was like, share photos. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> another, one said, another one said, share your screen. I was like, and they're like, new feature, share your screen. I'm like, this technology is 15 years old. This wow. is not new. Oh man. Anyways, we, we could rant forever because yeah, oh, yeah, we, no. we were Apple fanboys and then we got burned by them. So same. same well, once Steve Jobs died, it just went down. Yeah. Anyways, let's let's he move kinda, on. It kind of did. There's somebody else I'm thinking of that's that's <laughs> similar to Steve Jobs, and it was it was a tech, and I was just thinking about that today. That like he did the same thing. He's like he just hired a bunch of people, and he's like, I wanted to do. Oh, I know what I was thinking of, and he's he's a. I'll 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 cuss because I know you guys are like. He's he's a a hole too, just like Steve. And it was the guy that created Spotify, 
He was such a jerk. Did you ever watch that uh, movie on um, Netflix about that? Oh, uh-huh. what is it? The German guy? Yeah. Complete jerk. I mean, he's he was kind of brilliant, but what he did, he hired a bunch of smart people to do all the, the behind-the-scenes work, and then, like, there's one scene in there where they're demoing Spotify, and it's uh, he's trying to get it within, like, so many seconds of, like, when they hit play to, like, the listener's ear. He's like, he's like scientifically, you cannot hear anything closer than this he's like make it happen i don't care blah 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 blah. and i'm like gosh like this guy's just like steve jobs with that. i was like i don't care put all the music and make it fit in this thing and walk around i don't care make it happen wow oh uh, yeah i've not seen that uh, i forgot what it's called but it's pretty obvious if you, if you see it on netflix they'll have the spotify logo but uh yeah if you think it makes sense why they are the way they are now just and that's all and that's an older one i think that came out in like 2019 or maybe even before that and yeah if that's really what happened i can i can understand why hey why i'm like we're not giving you nothing i have a question for you i don't and i'm sure anyone else can chime in but um salty do you think that uh i've heard people say that they think you know someday v for v music is going to replace the mainstream and it will be the mainstream do you think that that's actually a reality or do you think they're dreaming Hmm. i mean this is so early at such early stages like we literally just came out with like music v for v podcasts like a couple months ago so <laughs> <laughs> well i just curious and then had we had the first prediction. ever live show v for v i mean that kind of bl- i think that just those numbers alone kind of blew hmm. blew away the you know the normal way of or the let's say like i'm gonna use your guys term the old way of doing things old way yeah. hmm. mm-hmm. especially when you got they, they were the artists were getting the instant like boost like through an, just an hour of, the, of her playing and him playing i'm just like holy crap i like and that was and then that was in front of people plus people watching it like on their mobile device like i don't i don't think you could do that i mean imagine if you could do that with um uh right uh, what was that what was that um concert they had back in the 90s with like queen and everybody like every right aid is that the name oh of yeah, it? yeah 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 Imagine doing a, a V for V in that yeah. that kind of arena, like with Live those Aid. kind of booths coming in. Live, oh, Aid? Live Aid, there we go. Live yeah. Aid, yeah. yeah, wow. Oh yeah, Rite Aid is a, a, a convenience store. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was something, something. Remember? Imagine, imagine that kind of like mega, like imagine Coldplay goes on a mega arena tour, and it's also like a it's also a drive to raise money for like children's hospitals, and they do like a mega arena tour. And then they have like the children's hospital, like uh, a Bitcoin wallet, and people could just like Split. boost. They could send it straight to really amazing. Like they have their own wallet, and yeah. yeah, and you and you as a person know that like almost all of or whatever they spend like going 50% to or whatever. Yeah, yeah, they can say, oh, we set this up this way. You know, I think the only way that it would work is if there was a big enough incentive for existing artists that are already doing large revenue to come over. Because I think whoever's centralized is going to have a large pile of money to, to pick their winners, to throw their money at the new Taylor Swift that they come in to kind of, you know, get them out of the V for V and put them on top. You know, I think that's probably yeah. all going to exist. Like in my head, the answer to that question, for, like if I try to answer my question, I feel like it's like, well, someone could go go mainstream that's over here, but then they wouldn't 
really stay V for V. I think yeah, yeah, I where there could be like multiple wave lakes. Does that make sense? So you could have uh, like a yeah. larger entity working within the V for V environment, but mm -hmm. provide certain benefits to the mm -hmm. artists that they represent more or less. It would still be V for V though. So that could, I could see maybe that working, but there I would have to be a, a way for like the paper pushers to get in there and, and make something, you know what I mean? Yeah. The only yeah. person, the only person I've, we, me and a few other people are, I, this has been thrown around because we were discussing that too. Like who would you bring over and like, what if, like a, what if situation, mm -hmm. the only person that we all came to mind and we all kind of said at the same time, like Kanye, think about it here. He hates ah. the system. Yeah, He'd be yeah, perfect. Yeah. And, he, and he, and he wants to own all, he's trying to, you know, own his, all, yeah. all yeah, his yeah, music. Yeah, anyway, yeah. like he'd be the perfect, <laughs> it'd, yeah. be hilarious. it'd be so hilarious if he did it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like, yeah. I'm done with y'all. Coming over. Yeah. yeah. You're saying incentive. I think Eddie at two thoughts, sheep and incentive. If you think about it, people like being sheep. So, mm -hmm. you know, uh, shoot, Justin Bieber. He just, he has all his managers, his label, all this stuff, all the fingers in the pie and he's making money. So he's like, I'm happy. I don't, I don't really care. But then if right. someone actually laid out for him the incentive of, Hey bro, if you look at your budget, this is what all these people are getting. Yes, all these people free, don't need to be but taking they're getting money. this yeah. much and you could be getting this much technically and right. just paying them whatever you feel like to do whatever amount of work. There's your incentive right there. There's also probably an aspect too of someone like Justin Bieber to where the way he exists now, he, you know, he probably doesn't have the the freedom to kind of write and release whatever he wants. Yeah. I would, you know, I would, I would say a Post Malone would be a more... Would be like maybe I think yeah. he, would, he would be a person that would probably come over because I know that he's pretty big on writing his own stuff. Yeah. yeah, and some of it, his you know labels or managers, people with, who have say because they're a part of his pool, probably. Mm -hmm. Hey, no, that's not going to sell. Da da da, whatever. And he's just like, I don't care. I, I got money in the bank. Yeah. I'm good. But yeah, and I don't think I don't think an artist like that coming over would make it mainstream, like you're saying. Or is that, is that what your question was? If you think it ever go like mainstream? Yeah. Well, I've heard. People... I think. I think. If V for V music continues down the path of what Adam's vision is, I don't think it it should or needs to go mainstream. Yeah, yeah. I don't think yeah, yeah. I don't think it would replace mainstream, but it, yeah. they could definitely exist together. I think it'd be good yeah, competition. Yeah. Uh, you know how uh, people like everyone knows SoundCloud. Everyone yes. knows about that. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's not mainstream. It's yeah. SoundCloud. I feel like this is and it has a purpose. Yeah, yeah, it has, and, serves a purpose. I think yeah. this is kind of like that. Yeah, a little bit better. Yeah, definitely sure. better. Yeah, saying it's like SoundCloud is even kind of like degrading. I don't, I don't mean it that way. <laughs> well, the bones of it, like it's yeah. decentralized. Like the people that make it own their own stuff and control their own stuff. That's yeah. where. Yeah. Eddie, you said something. Uh, you had a great question about in introducing people to value for value. A couple times, what I've done, just to like wet people's whistle, so to speak, is because you know if you run into the i don't want to get another app or oh well how do i find you it's a little confusing there's like a little bit of weeds if you if you're not like driven to find it one thing i've done is go to podcast in the podcast index go and search like our feed or whatever and just grab that and send it to them and then they can open it in their browser and then they're also already at the podcast index and they can start like looking around if they want and they see the value for value tab and all that stuff and like like Jeff Weber, I sent that to him and it's like, they can listen. And if they like it, the index has like everything they would need. The homepage has all the apps that you can do. Mm -hmm. It has normie podcast. Too. Yeah. 
Yeah. So I would say that honestly has been my favorite way to get people quickly like, hey, listen to our song and they don't have to download an app. They can just open it through browser. And then also mm-hmm. they know they can get every if they wanted more information. And instead of something it. like uh, no offense, but like LN Beats, the podcastindex.org just sounds more like, oh, that sounds like. And a, I mean, I, and I, LN Beats doesn't have like all that information on it. So it's yeah. not mm-hmm. very clear for someone if they want to get deeper into like, okay, where is more yeah. stuff? Like, what exactly. is this? It kinda, exactly. Kinda I added to library. Where did it go? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, 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 I think LN Beats will get there, honestly. I just so. wanted to say that for anybody listening, like if they're having any trouble trying to like with the normie game, trying to get people like you say you have a show that you want someone to listen to. And they're just like, I just don't feel like it's like, OK, I'm just going to send you a link. Listen on your browser. It can't get easier than that. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Even when we tell people like uh, just type in modern podcast apps dot com that that uh, that URL changes into the podcast index slash apps mm-hmm. instantly mm-hmm. Uh, even like no matter what word you put together like there's been so many people register those, those domain names it'll always take you back to the mm-hmm. to the index slash apps so like you don't have to tell right. them like what is it again slash what's a slash mm-hmm. is that left you know, or right the guitar player from from what's <laughs> you know sweet sweet child of mine yeah yeah like oh slash has got a website cool what <laughs> have to do with the index? yeah <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> <laughs> love it oh man but yeah i mean it, i don't get it like what what make i i get the hesitant for people finding it i don't know what's so difficult because you still have to like sign up if you want to use spotify that's not free i mean you gotta attach an email or something to it like mm-hmm. that's the same thing as fountain like you just provide an email like you don't have to make a username or whatever you can make it user mm-hmm. one two thousand you know and keep it that way you know yeah. uh or you can customize it um, you know i think podcast about uh podcasting 2.0 evangelism and yeah and methods and techniques to spread the gospel of podcasting mm-hmm. 2.0 Wait, are, you, are you saying we should do we, this no i'm saying someone else should <laughs> oh okay okay we need help <laughs> salty what you're saying i think like what i even feel like i don't know maybe people feel this maybe they don't i feel like i would is when we say if i said to my, dude i just released a new song their brain instantly thinks spotify. apple music spotify instantly. because Correct. because they're so maybe you know, youtube yeah. maybe youtube that's where their brain goes so when you say it's not on apple music and spotify they're, they're like in left field and so anything you say next like oh it must not be field. good <laughs> so even that for us people yes. sharing the gospel of value for value we can say hey go to value the podcast in the index.org and search Dorful and you can listen to the song that we just released. Like just leave Spotify, Apple music out of it. Don't even, you know what I mean? Cause yeah. like they're just, their brain gets crippled. Like the sheep mindset starts like crippling and they're like, they have a weird, like, I have to leave mouth. the herd. Just oh, from saying, no. when you say you're not on the mainstream, it's like, wait, are you one of those weird guys who like, you don't want to get, vaccines for your kids like it's just like it triggers all these all things. Like the stereotypes. and that and, and it's like no just listen to my freaking yeah, no, song. I, know, I i know exactly what you mean people <laughs> like oh wait you don't like think the moon landing was real I'm like i didn't even i haven't even I about the moon. We talk about <laughs> but they, like they start they start at like like birds are real <laughs> you, you say you're not on spotify and all of a sudden you're like a huge conspiracy theory. exactly <laughs> yes exactly. that's the culture we have now so yeah. you have to like it's, it's almost like the, it's a bunch of Gretas. They're like, "How dare you? <laughs> how Look, dare how you talk dare about you, Spotify that how, way? How dare you not submit to the to the cultural <laughs> norm and make it so I can easily add the song for you that I want to listen to on my music app?" I love, 
I love the 30 second to a minute ads before I want you can leave and listen to it. What do you mean? I've been, <laughs> I've been so brainwashed into listening to it. I just, it's, I'm, I'm used to it. I'm like, yeah. Wow. Plus, didn't you hear in the latest ad, the new, uh, uh, what was it? The new vaccine for, uh, what's, what's the newest one? It's another one. Uh, who knows? Man. Uh, who it's knows? not <laughs> monkey pox. It's monkey shice. Uh, RSV, that's what it was. I was listening to, I used Spotify for some main stuff the other day and in what the ads all day long, every, you know, oh, the half an hour of listening or whatever, it was always like the new RSV, blah, 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 vaccine oh, yeah, the, for your kids, blah, blah, blah. Like, oh, yeah. The, that, yeah. Big Pharma is down Spotify. Spotify. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Sometimes they're in the movie theaters. Brought to you by mm-hmm. Pfizer. Hey, we yeah. know you're eating that popcorn, but like, are you six feet away from your part? Somebody watching this movie? <laughs> I bet you're not. <laughs> We'll get a booster here uh, while you're getting your popcorn. We we derailed. We derailed. Yeah, no, this is great. Booster the popcorn. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I, that, that, I kind of think that's a selling point. Like, I try to tell people, like, well, there's no ads here and it's free. They're like, what? And the, yeah, it's like, that's too good to be true. Aren't you a sheep? Everything has <laughs> yeah. ads. Life is an ad. No, that, yeah. that is the joke. Right before we we stopped playing and doing shows, we were about to, like, oh. throw ads in our, in our live performances. Yep. No lie. Yep. We're like, gonna yes, program. We're gonna program into our show like, like our giant LED song. wall. It's just all of a sudden just all the lights just a... turn off, and like this, like this guy comes up on a screen, and he's like, "Hey, do you get headaches often? Me too. That's why." <laughs> and, there's, I... and, and there's like a timer countdown, like skip ad in two minutes, <laughs> and like, like we were about to do stuff like that because we were just so. We were gonna like one of us manually physically go up to the LED screen and like push skip ad and then continue the song. Oh my god! Because uh, life is an ad. Like, just think about when you go on YouTube. Like, say there's a hockey game last night. I'm like Sabers highlights. Click, and then I click on the video, and then it's just like ad, two minutes of ad. So yeah. Like life is such an ad. I listen to ads all day. Yeah, and, and most of the time it's not has nothing to do with anything that you're interested in. But sometimes yeah. whatever tracker you're, that it could be. Yeah. Um, yeah. I did my. <laughs> Speaking of that, what, what, what were we listening? Oh, it was. Oh, yeah, it was. It was Spotify. So we, uh, my girlfriend, we we had Joe Rogan's podcast on, and normally, like when it's the ads, it's just general ads. You know, it's not. It's no never specific to you or your location. And we're we we're both the same kind of people. Like we're both no agenda fans. She's obviously a dame, you know, in there and um. We don't have anything that's like location specific on stuff that we're listening to. And it literally pulled up an ad for the town that I was in. And she's like, what is going on? I'm like, do it on yours. I'm not, like, and I went to Spotify and played that exact episode and it did the same thing to me. I'm like, what is going on? But then I went to a different episode and that never happened again. But is that specific episode, it like somehow tracked exactly where we were at that time. Wow. Like that's creepy as hell. I'm like, yeah. we don't like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and it was for a car dealership or something. I was like, "What?" Because it, it said this specific town. Like, "Oh, that's real." That I go, yeah. "That's just over there." Like, mm-hmm. hmm. <laughs> I've noticed that on SoundCloud. I haven't noticed that on Spotify yet. So you know what the next immediate step in the uh, V for V music world is going to be? Like maybe getting Kanye or someone like that is maybe step four or five. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you know what? And maybe we've had step one with the Ainsley Show. I'm but- hoping so. No, what, what do you? I, I, what? But I think step two is going to be when Adam goes on JRE again and and promotes V for V music. I think we have. Oh, yeah, definitely. I think we have to be ready to go with that. I think we. I think we should have. Even if we're like pulling it together on the back end, fire festival style, we have to. <laughs> 
<laughs> we have to have a, a show uh, on the books for the Bitcoin conference so that he can squeeze it in to, to the promo. We have to like advance the promo of that, even if it ends up being just a jam at TJ's garage. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be cool. Or we even, have, or even have Joe promote it at his uh, comedy club in Austin. Like, have somebody do a you know a set like sets in between like the uh, comedians coming out, like a thirty minute set, an hour set, or whatever. Yeah, like yeah, you do a V for V <laughs> somehow. Yeah. Heck, they should have V for V comedians. No cap. There we no go. No cap. Hey, hey. come that on. Be, Are you come, look for real? That would be really interesting. It yeah. would be. The guy tells him a, a great joke. You pull out your phone. You're like ten thousand sats. You're freaking hilarious. <laughs> I mean, no agenda is kind of like that. For that's for like three hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. a lot of people do boost in the uh, in fountain and whatnot. I see him make, or making clips and podverse about it. But you know, John John thinks that Bitcoin's uh you know killing the water or whatever. <laughs> they were arguing about that today. It's hilarious. Oh my gosh, I I was I mean yeah, it was a comedy show on their latest episode. I was laughing so hard because they were, they kept just like throwing in the machine gun sounds like on every <laughs> audio clip they're playing. It's so funny. <laughs> but yeah, that's a that's a, yeah the the podcasting two universe. Like I think anything's game. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, why why couldn't you do that? I mean it's, I mean there are podcasters that were kind of like comedy shows anyway. Like yeah. But you would have to have but you would do it as someone doing it like as if they were standing like doing a netflix special like kind of yeah maybe maybe kind of like that in a, in a <laughs> live way or i, I, I don't know because a lot of pod a lot of comedians have their own podcasts right so they they're all on spotify yeah. <laughs> or they're like just mainly ad driven you know the uh, yeah even uh conan o'brien like he's got one that he plays the clips on youtube but like it's it's through I think it's through Sirius actually, but it's on, but it's on, but it's on Spotify. But like, man, that guy goes through so many ad reads like mm-hmm. himself. I'm just like, Ugh. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like, bro, you need money. Like, you know, even <laughs> V, you think people wouldn't boost you, but I don't know. There's probably not the, the percentage of people that are Bitcoiners, you know, are really low compared to people that are on Sirius XM listeners and Spotify mm-hmm. and YouTube. Yeah. yeah, people would like to banter with comedians anyway. You know, you would think that that would be something that would happen anyway. Oh yeah, definitely. You know, crap or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I do yeah, think there's also cool. there's also a side of all this that's really interesting um, to think about how much people are like a, a big part of music culture now is just like even my wife does this. So she gets in the car and like goes to Apple Music and presses play and then turns it down so low you can barely hear it. It's like those people, which is a vast majority. We have to like, oh, yeah. that's real. People do that. They just turn on music to like as white noise. Those people aren't boosting. They don't no. care. They're not in that world. So I think that's kind of even plays into like we were saying earlier. It can't, this can't be mainstream because it, it hangs on people actually listening and engaging and like engagement. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Engagement is the word. It hangs on engagement. Um, that's the whole reason it exists. And so that vast majority about how the grocery stores and the casinos need background music too. Those could be lumped in with people like Emma. How would you differentiate the two? What do you mean? Well, you're saying like there's a big difference between passive listening and active listening and interacting, but I feel Mm -hmm. like they're kind of, they both, the need for both exist. Don't you? Yeah. I guess. One's going to 
one's going to be more directly um i'm just saying i think that the vast there's a like the like right now spotify people like who get streaming you know they get money from people streaming they don't understand like there's probably a huge significant amount of uh streams that people get which turns into money for them that's just past like purely passive yeah because like, oh they're getting streamed in every kroger every yes, walmart exactly. or whatever or, so it's that, a, it's get... an, or it's in an ad your song's in an ad and no one's paying attention to that ad they're skipping as soon as they can and so that is like where value value wouldn't like shine so to speak because it hangs on the engagement and the boost and... but where it would shine is the community of people who like your music and then exactly if your music's good then they'll support you <laughs> That and I think there you also have a group of people that are wanting to get away from the old system anyway with mm-hmm. that that thinking and whatnot. So you, I mean, you have a lot of people that are like, yeah, I want to, I want to use uh, my own money that are sats and yeah, I, I really like this band. Why shouldn't I give them like some sats? Like it's awesome. I want to keep hearing it. You know, like why wouldn't I want to do that? You have the because that's also a circular economy. You know, like people are. I've never seen how many people give up their sats for other artists and whatnot. It's pretty amazing. It's pretty amazing. Then, then those artists will, you know, give it back in their own way. Like either they'll help them, help them with like buy equipment or whatnot. And that's still using it in a circular economy because you're, you're using that to keep producing music or doing whatever you're, you're doing um, all with value, you know, like that came from somebody else just listening to your music. Be like, man, that's really awesome. I should, I really want to do something with this where mm-hmm. it's, I mean, you could send them cash, but it's going to take a while, even through PayPal. You know what I mean? Like, did you get my PayPal? I sent you five days ago after it went through all the things. And, you know, I don't know how long it takes, but there was or, a joke. Huh? There was a joke in there. The yeah. did you get my PayPal? I sent you a joke. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Dude. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how many people are doing. Uh, keep picking up and doing music podcasts like you're doing, salty because. Mm-hmm like we said early of the show is that's where we're getting like people are finding us is because people know adam they like his show right. now then other people you know oh, oh i have music salty has a music show you tell people about that they listen in they hear some music that they like in there who is this person mm-hmm. and so it'll be it's interesting like, to see redoing radio year. i yeah. think and it'll be like interesting what, next year how how it develops because i think that's a very organic it's super organic yeah, it's old school radio people and, loved radio jockeys they loved their taste in music yeah, yeah people know these days that the way they discover music is not organic and doesn't it's not, it's not through a person yeah mm-hmm. it's through a whereas computer. this way it is so yeah. it's it's and like cool oh okay how it goes. okay you you know how to clearly articulate what we're talking about so it used to be radio jockey and you get to hear him talk you get to hear him say what he thinks about a song why he thinks it's cool whatever you get to hear personality a real person who right. compiles a show a radio show of music now you don't get that at all now what you get is some a-hole in his bedroom who's a spotify curator or playlist curator charging people charging artists money to get on a playlist and he probably doesn't like let's just be real he probably doesn't listen to it he probably Uh, just like tracks come in he's like sweet put it up i'm getting money maybe they do maybe or the playlist is is uh just a bot playlist as well yeah like you don't you don't know yeah there's no way to know and so like that whether that playlist is good or not is like it's a 50 50 chance yeah because it's not like they're on their playlist talking okay here's a song i play because i like this it's exactly well they give you money to play this so here it is so it's like you you have two options now 
let's say let's say value for value gets down the road the ball goes down the road now you have two options you can choose spotify algorithm ai just maybe you like this song or you feel an actual connection to a person and you like their taste in music and people like what's going on in their life musically and you follow that where it goes i'm way more attracted to the person and what what you were saying earlier about how like the dj is the curator I think an, another step to the music shows would be getting artists to kind of be DJs and like, you know, like, cause, cause then you have fans come in who are fans of an artist and say, Oh, like mm-hmm. what other stuff do you like? Yeah. Right. Well, yeah, versus like, Oh, just like some DJ who mm-hmm. like, like, I mean, I'm not trying to talk down to DJs, but a lot of people are, are going to be like, Oh, there's just some random guy doing a music show versus, Oh, my favorite artist or this artist I follow is doing a music show now. And I can hear. His mm-hmm. Well, that's, that's why, that's why I asked you guys to do this. Cause was, right now you're like, my favorite. So, <laughs> you heard of City Beach? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Everybody in the Dorfelverse. I'm not going to single anybody out. I'm just saying overall in the Dorfelverse. Yeah. Overall Dorfel in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the DJ is the curator. I think we need to, we yeah. need to keep saying. Honestly, though, keep, that, 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 is a, going. that is attractive, though. Like, I would, I, if I'm on value for value and I'm new, and everyone's saying, oh, there's great music on here. There's great artists. I'm like, okay, where do I look? Because like, because going to Ellen Beats and pressing shuffle doesn't sound that intriguing. No, and, I, and actually there's a lot of people that are kind of, I'm, I'm going to say they're, I, I get, there's a lot of people that just abuse that system. And there's, there's people that just put like noise, like low frequency noise in there and thinking that people are going to boost to the low frequency noise. There's, there's like a, there's a bunch of stuff that's just either, it's just static yeah or it's just uh it's like someone talking into a can kind of thing like no production at all a silent show style Mm -hmm. kind of but like there's people that literally just uploaded like like static and like Mm -hmm. a like a um i would just say it was like it wasn't like those you know when you have like those kind of those those uh tones that are like for healing you know like those are stuff that's pleasing this is not pleasing Mm-hmm. at all like this is the opposite of that this is like i'm gonna shut this off and throw pencils in my ears when i'm done with it like mm-hmm. <laughs> said it was like that when he went into the transgender bathroom at the airport oh yeah yeah it's like yeah everyone can use this I'm like no they can't <laughs> Stop yeah hey side note if you go to lmbeats.com and go to top 100 left field worth fighting for is number two nice. what's oh, random that's... and City Beach first married Christmas is number four. Oh, there you yeah, go, dude. I I also I love how um it changes Ellen, a lot. Too. I love how Ellen Beats. I haven't really dug hard on Ellen Beats, but Ellen Beats has like they're they have featured top one hundred music shows. That music shows tab, if what we're saying kind of like starts bleeding into the community, mm-hmm. that tab is going to be where people find their bread and butter. butter. Bubber. I hope so. I hope so. I that I try to promote I try to promote that. Another and Sir Libre tries to do that with Lightning Thrashes. He tries to promote mm-hmm. that specifically because that's all that's all Stephen B's work. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ellen Beats. So mm-hmm. yeah, we try to promote that a lot. And then I don't know if you've heard of uh, the Sidestream Music Project with Cody. He's out of he's out of Texas also, but he it's interesting where he came from. He's he's an FM radio DJ, and then he moved mm-hmm. over to. B for V. So he has all these connections to bands and whatnot. So he's Mm -hmm. been, he always talks about like, he's trying to bring in music Mm -hmm. artists. He knows from his years of being a a radio DJ that he knows that they own their own music and he's bringing people over on on his own. So that's pretty incredible. Yeah. Yeah. He's the guy who goes, Hey kids, 
That one. Yeah, yeah, this is what I got going for you today. It's something crazy. <laughs> Not making fun of him. That's just what he sounds like. But it is one of his voices. But it reminds me of some character off The Simpsons. <laughs> I always think it's funny, too, because he sounds older, but he's like, I'm talking to a bunch of, like, 15-year-olds or something. I'm like, bro, that, that would never happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, he has a unique show. <laughs> it's fine. It's cool. I'm glad he's out there. Yeah. Doing, his, doing his thing. Yeah, it's cool. He's like bringing people. He's bringing he's bringing artists in. Like at least he's got the connections to do that. I just me- I just mentioned it in the show notes. Like, hey, you know somebody RSS Blue? Like, get you started. Like, there's a how to in there. Like, you really just follow it. Like, you can be in the index and like tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Very easy. I yeah. love it. Well, uh, I think uh, I'm gonna have to say if there's anything else you had on your list or anything. I think well, we're getting to the point we should. Yeah. Wrap it up. Well, actually, Edward had a question that I should have asked. I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, so in the V for V music artists, like, who are you guys listening to? Are you guys listening to any V for V artists? Like, what's you, what do you guys... I listen to Ryan Fonda on the reg, and I'm boosting him all the time. I like Ryan. Yeah, I like I'm 333. Here you go, brother. Here you go again. <laughs> Here you go. Your songs are good. They're great. They're phenomenal. <laughs> there, there's been a couple artists who I um I like love their songs and I can't find them anywhere else. It's really strange, yeah. I like that Mandelbro Eyes. Oh yeah. Song. That's a good one. Yeah, there's eyes. That, yeah, there's a few that that caught my ear. Okay. This is my- so <laughs> I love the bacon guy. <laughs> the bacon oh, yes. oh yeah. yeah. I played. I think. Did I, I think I played him once. Oh my gosh, that song. song I, was, I was listening to it and it's like it's. I don't know. There's something about it. It's I just like yes, bro. Yeah, there's uh there's also um, someone who makes some lo-fi stuff. I think it's Nez. Yeah, there's a there's a couple lo-fi um yeah there. yeah. There's, really- there's, some drum and, there's some drum and bass. I don't know if you guys like drum and bass, but there's some drum and bass people out there too. Robert Willie is a classic uh, instrumental lo-fi. Nice. I have to check that one out. I think mm-hmm. he's home hosted or self hosted too. Yeah. Ooh. Um. Let's see. Is it? Are they called Iro or Ira? It's like I. I just say Iro. That's what everybody else has been saying. I like. I've I've listened to their album a bunch of times. I like. I like that one. They ride. I think is the album. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Did you get the reference to the movie that they made that like their their uh, um, um, album art? I it looked like it was something like I couldn't I couldn't place it. I was like, this there's a connection here though. What yeah, is it? So it's from the eighties movies They Live with Roddy Piper. About um which is really cool if you're if you're a no agenda fan. So like basically he finds these these glasses and when he puts them on, he can see through all the propaganda and whatnot. So if he looks up at a sign if he has Yeah, I've seen clips right of it. Sign, he puts it on movie. and says obey, yep. consume. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that that was that was the that was the artwork movie artwork. It's called They Live, and they basically took that same thing and then changed it to like the name. Yeah, and then and then in the album, there's like talking points in between the tracks where they are. It sort of goes along with that kind of thing. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's great. Okay, I didn't, that was to that movie. Okay, I've not seen that. I wonder. Yeah, it's, if it's if that should... famous quote from Roddy Piper. You're like, I've come here to chew pu- bubble gum and kick ass, and I'm all out of bu- all out of bubble gum. <laughs> I got you. I like, love Mario Kurt by Curtis Drums. I also love uh, Let Go, Middle Season. Joey, he's a man. 
Sugar baby. We just recorded. Oh, I, I'm not going to lie. I was singing Sugar Baby the other day. Sugar baby. baby. <laughs> I'm like, yes, brother. Sing. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, I, I do have to get off. There, there has been a couple artists that I lo- loved and I added them to my Ellen Beats, and then all of a sudden they're gone. I'm like, well, I'm never going to find them again. <laughs> You'll find yeah, them. There's some of the music podcast. Well, All so, right. hey, thank you, bro. Really appreciate it. This is a ton of fun. I'm yeah, looking, awesome. I'm looking I'm forward to doing this again well. sometime. And yeah. also looking forward to playing some Rocket League or something. Yes. Oh yeah. I will I'll put my uh, gamer tag in the in the uh telegram for TJ. Okay. And fun. And yeah, I'll, you can just I'll pass it. it out to everyone. Yeah. Right. Perfect. We all use like the signal and all that good stuff. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I'll definitely play some Rocket League. I'm not that great, but I but it's I'm okay. a good I'm a good goalie. There we go. I usually, I usually play in the backfield when people aren't there. <laughs> I stick to that. I stick to that. Like like mid midfield. Let's go. I love it. All right, boys. GGs. Right. Good stuff. A lot I of appreciate. It. Thanks, cousin Mike, coming on to that. Like I said, uh, whoever yeah, was available. Thanks. Appreciate it. Yeah, it's awesome. Good to put a good to put a face to who I was talking to. Also, now yeah. it makes a lot more sense in my head. I mean, now, I had ideas, now every ideas. time we go, we go. Cousin freaking Mike. You did you know what you were talking about? <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Awesome. I could whip on these boys. Got to get those live shows like their routine. Once we get the chat going and rolling, then we yep. won't even think of, uh, you know, extra commentary. We can yep. just let it ride. And roll. Exactly. Short shows, couple, you know, four or five song set list. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Let it rock. So, that, right, so, so on the 31st, we're going to do this, right? So yep. Yeah. We're, we're definitely going 31st. Yeah. Okay. Like, do you know what you're going to start the regular time or you're going to start earlier because, or later? Like, I probably, should, uh, my, my goal will probably be around no later than eight. Okay. Be my ideal C- time, CST. But, yeah. But, okay. You know. Perfect. <laughs> Hi, boys. Yeah. yeah well, look for it. Appreciate everybody coming on. This was a lot of fun. I didn't expect to go this long, but uh, <laughs> I, we're sorry. I can, see, yeah. I can see we have a lot to talk about. Especially. Yeah. Yeah. We're all in for the ride. <laughs> it didn't feel like it was long. It's so a good ride. Good. No, it didn't. No, yeah, just just I was like, oh, we gamers! Like I don't know. I was just I was just threw that out. I was like, guys, hey, we, hey, you said it was just a hangout, so we were just hanging out. Yeah, that's all it was. Yeah, completely informal. Yeah, just hanging yeah. out. Yeah, <laughs> well, thank you, Salty. It's been awesome. Yeah, yeah, you too. And if you need a copy of this, um, I can send you the MP3 or it or the MP4, whichever one you want, if you want it. All right. Yeah. Right. I think, post it. All right. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. I'll post. I'm gonna. I'll post it. Uh, I'm gonna post it next week, like the middle of the week. Sometime, cool. yeah, cool. Gotcha. All right, guys. Hey, all right. I appreciate every you. night. Yep, you too. All right, bye. 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 Go podcasting.